This is Late Afternoon Gaming playing Curse of Strahd, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition module. You're listening to Session 21. Check out Table Talk 20.5 to hear us discuss some unrelated shit, as well as some thoughts on last week's session. Check out our subreddit to start the conversation. Link in the description. Enjoy. Okay, so I do want to slightly retcon something that happened at the very end of the last session. Uh, um, which is, uh, at the very end, I said that you were essentially walking along, you know, you're walking along the path that hugs the, the cliff face, the side of the mountain, and you went directly from there into the door of the temple. Um, and instead, uh, what I'm going to say is, on the cliff face, you found the mouth of a large cave. And looking inside, um, like within the cave, set into the back wall, you saw the face of the temple. Okay, sure. And so we'll we'll start with that, um, just so it matches up with the map better. Okay. And uh, with that, who would like to sum up our last session? I, I think someone else should do it this time. Take it I, away, I, Shepard. I, I, I did uh, so, a big summary last time. So last on the last <laughs> episode of Dragon Ball Z, we took a. <laughs> So we, we went back to the farm, and we're not the farm. What am I saying? Well, we went back to the wizard. We went back lines. to Farbo Farms. Farbo Farms. <laughs> yeah. All right now, because um, the the intent was we wanted to convince the proprietor of the Wizard of Wines to let the people from the Abbey just uh, like move in, because that Fresh, was the only way that we could Abbey. make. Yeah, crash. Sorry. This is a great summary already. Hey, so hey Shepard, we do you there. want to give the summary? Yeah, yeah I'll just we, give the summary. <laughs> no, no, we're good. So we went over there, and <laughs> at the Wizard of Wines, we were we basically found out that the vineyard was failing because a lot of the success had been attributed to these magic stones that had been stolen. But then it turned out that the big tree monster thing that we had killed in a villain session had one of those in it. So now the vineyard's back in business. And people from Krej are gonna gonna be moving in, so we went back to Krej, told everyone the good news, and uh, basically tied tied that off. In return, we got some nice warm clothing, which was good because the next plan was to head south to the mountains. And uh, we spent the night in a little like guard tower thing. Cockaby had several traumatic experiences this episode one of them was there talking to an old dead soldier the other one was uh slightly earlier he had tried to get in touch with arena and it failed presumably because she is dead so he was having a bad time and uh now we're at some dungeon and we're gonna explore the dungeon best summary ever or best summary ever <clears throat> i think that's the best summary ever yeah i think it's probably the best um well <laughs> yeah go ahead and take and inspiration. Oh wow! Yeah, or you know what? Because our inspiration system isn't complicated enough, I'll let you take an inspiration, or you can take away someone else's spite dice. No, I like the spite dice. I'll, I'll take my inspiration. Okay. Uh, all right. So, at the end of the last session, uh, as I said earlier, um, you, you had headed deeper south into the mountains. Um, the path getting narrower and narrower, hugging the, the cliff face um, down beneath you. Um, there's a pine forest. It's almost, it's getting very difficult for you to see 
like make out individual trees by this point because uh, the wind is stinging your eyes so much and because as you're looking down a mix of clouds cutting you off from those trees hundreds of feet below and mists uh, swirling within the trees and snow falling down it just it's nightmarish out there um, so you are you've been walking through a world of, of muted colors like very um, pale overcast sky gray rock uh, snow making the the gray path slick and it's it's been all you can do to just stay bundled enough and not give into the cold to keep moving trudging up higher and higher until finally you found this cave and um not even you know sure initially if this is the right place for you to go you just wanted to get out of the wind and so um you walk inside the cave and i even though it is still bitterly cold so think like minus 10 um, just being out of the wind uh, makes it way more tolerable. Um, and looking around, this cave is its probably about um, 50 feet between the entrance to the back wall and about 70 feet wide, maybe, with a large domed opening. It's a natural cave, um, or a large domed roof, I should say. Natural cave. Uh, there's nothing growing in here or anything like that, but it's a mostly smooth, uh, flat-ish floor. And set into the far wall, there is a very strange-looking temple. Um, and uh, so the front of the structure is 50 feet high and has six alcoves containing 20-foot-tall statues. Each statue is carved from a single block of amber, and depicts a faceless, hooded figure, its hands pressed together in a gesture of prayer. Between the two innermost statues is a twenty-foot-tall archway with a staircase leading down. Uh, I'm going to need a perception check from all of you. Ooh. Seven. Mm. Eleven. Uh, Thirteen from Cockaby. Okay. It's very Um, cold. (laughs) It's pretty cold here, guys. It's, it's been difficult for the three of you to talk so far on this journey because you had to walk single file and it was very windy. And it was cold enough that you, I, I imagine all three of you wanted to keep your faces covered most of the time. Um, but now that you're in the cave and you can let your hoods down more comfortably, um, it's, it's boomy in here. It's echoey. There's nothing soft to soak up any of the noise. Um, and even careful footsteps make a lot of noise. Um, so go ahead and take it away. <laughs> Guys, I am so cold. <laughs> we uh, Clarification question on your last session. We did not get a long rest after um, after the Watchtower, right? No, uh, not, no. Not since we left the Watchtower. Okay. Right. Um, hey, hey, guys. Uh, this, maybe we should rest up before we, we head in. Um, maybe we should go into rest. Yeah, maybe, maybe we should. I, I get don't want to fucking here. rest out here. Yeah, do it. No uh, way. Okay. All right. All right. Let's let's go check it out. I guess. <laughs> Listen, I like I'll, the idea. It's just not I'll, gonna happen. I'll take the lead. Eisen steps up, and he's he's gonna anything that jumps out. He's taking it. Okay. So, icy steps descend ten feet to a time ravaged hallway with arrow slits in the walls. Beyond the hall lies a vast sepulchral darkness. Sepulchral. Um, 
And so, so as Eisen steps in, um, as soon as you break the plane um, of the archway and you head down the steps, oh, like as soon as plane. your foot hits the I top hope I have step, my PBE on. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. So you can visually inspect, but do not touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Are there any so, lockout tags on these arrow slits or anything? <laughs> yeah. Not, not that you can see, um, but but yellow and red. Tags litter the floor. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's, there's corpses with hard hats and yeah. inspector vests on. We, need to, we, we yes. need to do a temp lift on this arrow slit, make sure it works and, properly. An arc blast kills all of you. Uh, oh, yay. No. Um, no, so uh, as soon as you break the plane, you, you can't hear the guys behind. Like they were just talking, they were mid sentence. Oh. You, they are feet away from you, but you break the plane and. You don't hear. Okay. And I'm then a split second later, well, and they bump into you as they come in and you can hear them. Oh. Oh. I, I said, why did you stop? <laughs> keep Yo, going. Check keep this going. out. Yeah. And, okay? and just, once they're inside, he's just going to go, uh, and then while he does, he's just going to step outside and then okay, step back so in. The other two of you notice the same thing. Um, <laughs> like, okay, whatever. That's, that's pretty kinda, weird. That's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Light of Dawn is just like shaking and shivering and like looking for yeah, okay, something that's okay, warm. Yeah, we'll get inside. I'm just it's it's interesting. Is all. I shudder with that matter. <laughs> yeah, so it is not warmer inside. God damn it. Um, it is still. I mean, it's it's not windy, which is nice, but it is still bitterly cold in here. It feels identical to the cave. If we could get low, if we can like get underground, it should warm up. Okay, you I think guess so? let's. Let's see yeah, if that's how that works. A way down. Um, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's let's wander in, I guess. So Eisen will step in. So oh, it's I cool. The tokens are now everything's black and white because that's the way dark vision actually works. Yep. Because you can only see things in shades of gray. Oh, yep. and I feel so like this it, is it wasn't worth. a fat like it, it uh it like faded in. I think. Yeah. So if you look back here, this is where the light ends. So this is where this we're now right. in, we're now in. So it is uh, like a it is a distinct transition, but yep. it's still cool. All right. So Eisen walks in. Looks like we're in a just a big room. We're up okay. top. Yeah. Why don't you hit right. us with some paper text? I'm about to. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So as you walk forward, um, you reach a 20 foot wide balcony of black marble with a shattered railing overlooking a vast temple. Black marble staircases at each end of the balcony descend 30 feet to the temple floor. The vaulted ceiling is 30 feet above the balcony. The walls and ceiling are covered in an amber glaze, lending the room, or, sorry, lending the gloom a golden sheen. A set of amber doors stands closed at the west end of the balcony, and a similar mm-hmm. pair stands open to the east. Well, I I do think that if we want to get warm, we want to get down, but I hate to leave anything behind us that we haven't looked at. So let's take a look at these, uh, at this open door and see what we see. So, um, what are your passive perception scores? I got a passive perception of 12. Um, 14. Eisen is currently being pretty cautious because he doesn't know what's happening. Right. If I think mine's 10. If he goes through a couple of rooms and doesn't see anything, he's going to stop being cautious. Okay, Cockabee, you said 14? Yeah. Or, sorry, mine's, mine's uh, 13. 13. Okay, 12, 13, 14. All right. Um, so all three of you, actually, as you walk in, 
and you're looking around. So, you, you know, you walk in, Eisen's being cautious. He goes in first and he kind of sticks an arm out to indicate that you should stop. And uh, you look around and you see everything that I just described standing from the top of this balcony. And there's no, there's no light in here. Like, you are able to see what you see um, purely as a result of your dark vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, much of what you see is, is very faint. It's, it's really, you know, beyond the edges of your vision or beyond the edges of what your dark vision supports. It's probably, you know, there are some faint sources of light that you're not quite able to, to detect. Um, but uh, you are overwhelmed with an impression that this place is far, far older than anything you have ever seen before. Oh. Um, and just, it's, it's tough to say exactly what gives you that impression, but the craftsmanship is incredible. Um, and the style is, um, it's just, it's very intricate and precise and has, um, just the, the lines of the place are, are beautiful in a haunting kind of way. And you know that you've never seen anything like this before because you would have remembered. Um, and, uh, going along with that, it is also absolutely silent. Well, that's very spooky. Uh, so quiet. Now, so do do our voices echo quite a bit in here? Yes. Be quiet. Okay. We're whispering. So Eisen's like, let's let's go look at this room on the right okay. and see what kind of thing we find there. I'll I'll take front. You guys watch my back. Okay. It sounds it sounds good. Let's do it. All right. Which way are you going? Sorry, I missed that. We're going towards the open door. So Eisen's okay, so you're headed along the, the balcony. Lead towards the east. Yep. So Eisen's gonna poke his head in. Huh? Alright. Okay. There's no one in. There's no one in here. But there's some other doors and there's there's something in the middle of this room. I, I, I'm not quite sure what it is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna walk uh, up to it. Uh, I'm gonna stick close behind Eisen. This room is featureless except for a rough-edged 10-foot diameter circular hole in the floor to the east. Mm. and the empty torch sconces along the walls. Double doors of amber stand open to the north and the west. That's the one you came through. A single closed door lies just south of the western set of double doors. Okay. Can I see... How deep is the hole? Is there anything in it? Um, it looks... Are you sticking your head over the hole? I'm... Okay. If it's if it's dark and it's a hole, I'm gonna be careful about this. I'm gonna it lay is a dark flat. Hole. I'm laying flat so that I can't like trip or anything, and then I'm just gonna kind of put my head over so I'm looking down. Cockabee's gonna grab Eisen's belt to you know be able to pull him back if he needs to. Gotcha. Hold on. Let me. I gotta pull up the other level of this man. Uh, Jack, could you describe what Eisen's doing? So Eisen at the moment is laying flat on his stomach. It sounds like Cockabee's holding his belt in case anything happens to drag him in. And he's scooted forwards enough that his eyes are peeking over the lip of the hole. And he's trying to get a feel for what's down there, how deep it is. Okay, so this hole, um, it, uh, the shaft itself descends 20 feet. Like the floor is 20 feet thick. Okay. Um, and then that's a thick floor. Uh, and then 
the hole terminates. It looks like, you know, it breaks through into the ceiling of the room below. Mm-hmm. Um, the room below, um, you're not sure how far the drop is between, um, you know, where the hole ends and where the floor begins, but it's maybe another 10 feet, 15 feet, something like that. So somewhere between 30 and 40 feet. Right. Down. And the floor appears to be solid rock, not not brick, solid rock. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, given that the, the hole itself is not that wide, um, you really can't see side to side in the room very well. You just don't have the angle for it. Mm. Um, it looks like the shaft is pretty rough. Like there are sufficient handholds there that you think you could climb down pretty easily. Yeah, Eisen, um, Eisen's just going to scoot back and be like, okay, if we want to go down there, I got I got 50 feet of rope with me, but it looks like the floor is like, that's very reachable. So, no, so. I, I also have rope, but we should probably explore up here first. But yeah, yeah as, I'm not saying we should do that now. As you're having this conversation, you see a green light appear on the ceiling as if it is shining up through the, uh, through the hole from the floor below. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it moves across the ceiling and then disappears again. Oh. Did you guys see that? There's something down there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. whatever. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna scoot back. Um, and I think next stop, guys, let's take a look at this door down here. Right, so it's, uh, it's a door very close to the door that we walked through, though. It looks quite a bit yeah. smaller. Yeah, there are two... The, the way we came in was open. When we walked in, to the left, there was an, an amber door that is already open, and then there's a closed door to the right. And I want right. to see what's behind that closed door. Okay. Um, okay. Nison's gonna again take the lead. So I right. attempt to open the door. Uh, the door opens. Is it letting you open it? Okay, yeah, I just didn't want to click anything until we were no, good. No, no. It's a good instinct. Alright. Uh, yeah, so you, you open the door. It's a it's heavy. It looks like all the doors here are heavy, um, but it swings open. Um, now, you're looking into a 20-foot square room. Again, like everything else, it looks like it's just carved out of the rock. Um, shattered bits of wood cover the floor. Eisen nudges Light of Dawn and says, Kindling. Oh, that doesn't and get the point. You're noticing, as you move from room to room in this place... You're experiencing the same effect as when you came in. Just everything looks very old. No, no, no you mean we can't hear be... anything that's happening in any other room. Oh, right. Okay. There's like a sonic barrier from room to room. Okay, that's that's good in some sense. Like it means that no one will hear it, us, but we won't. Yeah, but hear we won't them hear either. them either. <laughs> so, uh, does this room look? Is there any kind of ventilation at all? Like if we made a fire in here, we'd just smoke ourselves out. You, uh, you're looking around for something like that. Um, you don't see any signs of ventilation, but you do see what looks like the very faint outline of a door, almost as if someone drew a door in faint pencil on oh. the eastern wall. On the Okay, so just, just next to where we came in? Or sorry, on the western. On the west. Okay, so across from where we came in. I'm going to approach it and put my hands on it. Uh, you give a slight push, and it opens. Oh, okay. I'll uh, step through. Oh, okay, so now there, we... There appears to be like, a dead body of some kind. Yeah, and we're in one of the rooms that... We're on the other side of the arrow slits on the east side that uh, pointed into the hallway that we used to, to come into the temple. 
Two arrow slits are carved into the west wall of this ten-foot-high, twenty-foot-square room. Slumped in the northeast corner is a skeleton wearing a blue wizard's robe and clutching a wand to its chest. Ooh! Be careful. Don't let me I will, I will investigate the body. Okay. Uh, you find nothing save for the tattered robe and the wand clutched in its bony fingers. All right. I'm going to take the wand. I don't think we have any use for the robes. But, uh, hey, do you you guys know more, like, magic stuff? I don't know any magic. Could, is there any way you guys can figure out, like, what this thing is? Sure, l- let me take a look. All right. I hand it over. Uh, I inspect it visually, because I don't actually have any method of doing anything <laughs> else. Uh, make an arcana check. Okay. So add three. So 25. Okay. Um, yeah, so Light of Dawn knows already that um, sometimes wands and other focuses and things like that don't possess any power of their own um, and that instead they are purely like a a tool to help the caster concentrate Um, this is not one of those items this is an object that has some kind of power this is something that it is a tool that even a non-magical person could, um, if they know how to operate it, use to produce a magical effect. But you're not sure what that is. Yeah, sounds good to me. Um, we'll we'll keep it around. Uh, well, Cockabee, you, you got anything? Can you can you like identify this? Um, so I I didn't I didn't come prepared to detect magic. So I, that would tell well, me what kind of magic it is. Um. Okay, but well, I, we'll keep it around, and next time, yeah, I don't know how that yeah. how that shit works, but when you are ready to do it, you can, because it'll still be with us. I hand it back to Aizen. Yeah. Okay. Um, so keep track of that, and, you know, if you have an opportunity to find out what it is, you'll have to remind us. Wanda okay. the War Mage plus three, probably. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So I'm just going to add a note for... Um, Unidentified on the- wand. Unknown wand uh, from Mage Skeleton. Now these arrow slits, um, now that you're in the room looking through you know, the archer's side of these slits, it's very clear to you how vulnerable someone on the wrong side of these is. Um, the slits are about two and a half feet tall and six inches wide, um, and the stone is a foot thick. So, um, you know, they, they have a, depending on how you move around in this room, you've got a pretty good angle on people coming through the, the hallway that they look into, and you're very well protected. Um, and the, the other thing is they're, they're beveled. Um, you can see from the image on the map, they're beveled in such a way that they narrow on the, uh, you know, on the opposite side. So, you know, they go from, like, eight inches on your side to four inches on the arrow side. Okay. Um, which just gives you more angles you can fire from. <laughs> well, I mean, that's cool and all, but we're, uh, so, at, at the moment, we found a wand, which is cool. Uh, we found kindling. Let's try to find a place where we can make a fire. We probably want to find, like, an open space, because you know, then the ventilation won't be that big a deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's let's go back into the room that had the hole in it and go north through the other set of open doors. Now, before we proceed, I just want to 
um, lay down some kind of ground rules. We've never really played on an intricate map like this where there's a lot going on or not in this campaign. So in an area like this, unless you pretty explicitly tell me you're doing something, I'm not going to credit you with it. Um, And that serves me and you. You know, that way, if like if, if you're not looking around at stuff, I'm not going to tell you you find things, by and large. But I'm also not going to spring traps on you because I you know, just assume that you're doing something that you didn't say you're doing. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, trying to be more descriptive than normal, I'll try to ask more pointed questions. Right, i.e. I'm checking for traps or I'm, I'm moving stealthily or whatever. Right, right, yeah. Okay, All right. so you guys yeah, walk towards the east back into the room that had the hole in the floor and you said you begin walking through the open door to the north? Yep, I'm heading north and I'm <clears throat> since it's dark, I'm watching my footing. My my eyes are mostly down. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm taking up the rear. So as you pass through the open door to the north again, you pass through one of those sonic barriers and uh, you can see that this floor is cracked. Um Glazed amber covers the walls of this 20-foot-wide, 70-foot-long arched corridor. The amber doors at both ends of the hall stand open. And some of this is not immediately clear to you because you can only see 60 feet, right? So you don't see the far wall until you make your way into the room partially. Sure, yeah. Um, A closed door is in the middle of the east wall, and three arrow slits are cut into the wall across from it. Um, as you pass those, you can see that those look out onto the floor that you were able to see from the balcony previously. Now, this cracked floor, as I'm stepping across it, does it feel unstable? No, um, and especially, I mean, you don't know how thick this is, but if it's anything like the, uh, um, you know, like the floor of the, the room with the hole in it, although these cracks are in some cases inches deep, that's still superficial, given the thickness of the floor. Gotcha. Okay, um, so Eisen's going to very carefully advance, and when he gets to this closed door on the east side, like midway of the hall, he is going to try to open it. Okay. And he's going to poke his head in. Uh, oh, looks like a like a an auditorium of some kind. This chamber is brightly lit by red copper. I don't know why this says lanthorns, not lanterns. Lanthorn. That hang from the ceiling. The walls are sheathed in amber that has been shaped into reliefs of wizards with spellbooks. Stairs to the north and south descend twenty feet to an obsidian lectern, behind which a slab of black slate hangs from chains. Between the stairs are descending rows of red marble benches. Um, yes, yeah, so this does look like... Um, it kind of looks like an auditorium. Okay. Um, you know, the, the the room sinks as you make your way farther east, um, and there, you know, on either side of the room, there are staircases leading down to the front, um, and between those staircases, there's kind of a sunken area where there are places for people to sit. Um, give me a perception check, everybody. Ben, that's only a seven for Cockabee. Yeah, eleven. Twenty-two for Light of Dawn. Okay, so... As a note, by the way, lanthorn is an old British word that is defined as lantern. The reason the lanthorns <laughs> used to be made with uh, uh, horns were used as part of the construction, like animal horns, which oh, is okay. why it's spelled that way. Cool. Interesting. Well, 
Um, listeners, if you want to get me a genuine lanthorn for ambience, uh, I'd appreciate it. Uh, so as the three of you enter, uh, Eisen going first, you know, you open the door and it doesn't creak or anything, but it's, it's not perfectly silent and the room is. And so, um, you know, it's noticeable and you are hit pretty quickly with, um, just brightness. Um, you know, you're coming out of pitch blackness into a pretty well lit room, um, and the door sat well enough in its frame that you did not realize that until you were until you were opening it. Oh, okay. no, that doesn't make sense. There are arrow slits, right? Uh, not in this room, it looks like. Oh, no, you're right. Okay, yeah, so you, you didn't know that until you opened the door. Um, I was looking around, and he says, guys, I think we could do a lot worse than this. Well, as you are saying that, Light of Dawn realizes that there is someone hiding. Um, hiding behind the, the lectern at the front of the room. Guys, there's something. There's someone hiding behind the lectern. Uh, oh. I draw my my sun sword. Eisen starts walking, filling down the, the room with and light, says, and says, "Oh, there, stranger. <laughs> we we come in peace." Did um, you shut the door? I did not. Okay. So the door is open behind you into the dark hallway, um, and a you see two hands come up above the lectern, like raised in a, you know, kind of don't shoot me kind of way. Um, and a man slowly stands and turns around. He is, uh, he's quite a sight. Uh, he's a, um, pale skinned man, frail looking. It looks like he's mid thirties. Half of his hair is burned away and his scalp is bleeding. His, uh, his robes, which look like they were probably maybe not nice, but at least functional, before are now in tatters and he is very he looks very battered he looks like he's been through quite a time um he uh keeping his hands where you can see them says please shut that door oh yeah hey uh lie the dawn shut the door cockaby can you heal this guy cockaby shut the door uh yeah let me um sure i'll I'll just i'll hit him real quick uh yeah i gonna approach and pull out some rations and be like my dude, you are not looking too good. Um, Kakabi will cast Healing Word at first level. Okay. And heal um, him for five damage. So, he's not looking good by the end of the healing, but he looks much, much better than he was. Um, he's not actively bleeding. He still appears to be exhausted, though. And he, uh, he sits down um, on the steps and looks at you and says, What are you doing here? Treasure hunters? Uh, looking for a place to get out of the cold. Yes, it's he, very cold outside. He shakes his head and says, You and many other foul things. Oh, yeah? Yes. Hey, I'm Eisen, by the way. Um, he extends his hand and um, kind of clasps your arm. It's uh, you. You can tell that he's not from around here. That's not a not something you've seen any Barovians do. Mm-hmm. Um, with all the friendly Barovians with whom we've shaken hands. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, says, they usually start out friendly. To be fair, I am called Vilnius. Vi- mm. <laughs> How do you spell that? <laughs> Did you say that your name is Vilnius? <laughs> he says Vilnius. This bodes poorly. Okay. V-I-L-N-I-U-S. Vilnius. All right. Yes. Hey, nice to meet you. Um, 
What are you doing here? Same? Wow. Getting out of the cold? Something like that. Uh-huh, yeah. So, uh, can I ask? You said foul creatures. Um, I assume that's why you wanted us to shut the door. Uh, have you run into anything? Like, what's what's going on? He uh, kind of gestures at his general appearance. And I mean, I don't know. Maybe that happened before you got in here. What's your story, um, my dude? He says, my, well, my story before I arrived at this place is not important. But okay, fair enough. It's important I, to me. <laughs> I came here with my master. Oh, yeah? Who has, who has fallen. Uh, hey, did your master have blue robes? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. Who, um, is, who is your master? Did he have a name? Yes. The, the wizard, Jakarian. 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 I'm trying to remember. We had... Uh, uh, we, we've gotten the name of a, of a wizard before. I don't think it was Jakarian. I thought it was the... the what is it? The Mad Wizard of... Mount Mad Baratok. Mage of Mount Baratok. Yeah. I, I don't even know if we got a name. So I, I am interested in your story before you came here. He shakes his head and says, I have no interest in telling it, friend. Okay. Uh, well... What I can tell you is this, and I feel bound to, as you didn't kill me and you have healed me. Um, this temple, it is a haven for forbidden knowledge. That is why I was here with my master, to obtain oh. some of it for ourselves. Forbidden by whom? Everyone. Interesting. There are dark secrets in this place. Hmm. But for those who would harness them, great power. However, hmm. this place Whoa. is guarded by flame skulls. Oh, flame he skulls. Has, Do we know? He it looks at you is... and says, "You know them." Yeah, no, I, I, I'm always uh, interested to fight something new, though. What's what's a flame? The name skull? sounds somewhat descriptive. It's probably yeah, the, what mean, we saw earlier. It's about I, what I, it sounds like. Are they are they dangerous? Very. They are constructs made from the remains of dead wizards. They guard this place. Hmm. I don't okay. know. My master like may be maybe being made to serve as one as we speak. So he's so your master is definitely like you saw him go down, or is he possibly out there somewhere right now? I did not see, but I heard. Oh. Well, hey, we're gonna be probably exploring this place. Um you're welcome I to join, I guess. I'm gonna look around at the group and see if they're cool with that. Light of Don is going like Aah! He shakes his head and says, I I advise you against that. Well there are more than flame skulls in this place. Much worse. Well, whatever. I'm sure there are. Well, I suppose this is not as bad as the flame skulls, but all manner of things hide from the cold here. Many of the barbarians from the from the pine forest below have found their way in here in the shallower parts. Hmm. Use this for shelter. Do they but, not run into issues dealing with the flame skulls? Yeah, I feel like these two problems might take care of themselves. He shrugs his shoulders and says, I have no intention of finding. The reason that I am stuck in this room is because there is a golem patrolling this hall. Really? We didn't see it. Well, you were probably lucky in your time. Hmm. But this damnable acoustic ward, I cannot tell when it is passing unless I stick my head out. And I dare not do that. Good call. Yeah, I, I can see why that would be bad. Well, some of what. the wards of this place have fallen, but that one remains. 
So you're planning on just sticking in this room? Well, with you here, an opportunity presents itself. Are you trying I to get alone, out? I alone, I am trying to get Okay. I... And I recommend that you come with me, at least as far as the entrance of this place. Yeah, I, I mean, we're, we're right there. I don't think it's going to be too too hard to escort you out, but uh, I'm personally, I kind of want to dig around in this place. It sounds like a lot of fun. As do I. So we'll, we'll walk you out. We'll walk you out. Uh, oh, hey, you, so you're an you're a wizard? Sorry, I'm a little slow on the uptake here. Yeah, uh, what do you think this is? Nice and takes out the wand. Um, do you hand it to him, or do you just no, show I'm, it to I'm, him? I'm holding it up. He, uh, he reaches out for it. I'm gonna... I'll give it to him, and then, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm ready to act if he does something shady. Um, he, so he's careful not to, um, not to point it at, you know, it's, it's as if you handed him like a knife or a sword and you can see he kind of, he grasps it in his hand and he moves around, but he doesn't, he's not like facing you. He doesn't do it in a threatening way. Mm -hmm. Eisen um, was definitely like just brandishing that. Like, what do you, what do you think this fucking thing is? And <laughs> waving it all over the place. But I mean, he, he seems, I mean, he seems familiar with the type of tool and he, Waves it around, mutters a couple of things, and then uh, walks, tur turns back towards you and um, brings it down to his side and says, it's, it has some kind of latent power to it. Oh, uh, but you don't know, like, what it is specifically? We'd gotten that far, but that, that was all we had. Oh, with things like this, there are really only two ways to figure out with it. One is to look for markings, try to speak to whoever created the thing. But well, in many dead, cases, so. they're so old. Yes, yeah, that is that's commonly the problem. Uh, the other way is to use it. All of that is very dangerous. How do you use it, though? Um, he hands it back to you and, and says, close your eyes and try to feel through the wand. Oh, <laughs> this sounds like it is not up my alley, but okay. <laughs> um, I guess I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go over here, and Eisen goes up to <laughs> like the top left corner, as far uh, away from everybody else as he can, and then uh, closes Co his eyes. Kakabi's and just been watching this guy. What what kind of vibe is Kakabi getting? Does he seem like kind uh, of give me an insight check? Eisen's very trusting. He he thinks this guy's on the up and up. <laughs> Sixteen. Okay, so. Um, on the one hand, something about it makes you uneasy. On the other hand, you're a pretty good, um, if not judge of character, you know, you think you've got a pretty good bullshit detector. Yeah. And he doesn't seem to be bullshitting. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, Eisen make an intelligence check. <laughs> good. Uh, okay, you're see. only minus two to that. You'll be okay. Yeah. Ten. Okay. Um, so you feel energy, um, that it, it feels like, um, almost like there's a switch for you to flick if you want to mentally. And, um, uh, you, Vilnius says, yes, that's it. Do you feel it? Yeah, I feel it. Um, don't do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not planning on it. <laughs> I'll wait until we're in a bigger space to, uh, but I know how. And so if we get into a tight spot, we got we got a little gambler's paradise here that we can fire off and hope for the best. 
All right, we're going to walk outside. You're going to come with us. We'll walk you to the door. We'll see if there's a gold on the fight. That sounds like a good time. I haven't fought one of them yet. That's not true. We fought the uh, flesh golem. Oh, you're right. We did fight a flesh golem. Was it, what, what kind of golem was this? Do you know? It was made of amber. Yeah, oh, okay. Uh, why am I surprised? All the right, hell, the uh, dusk of Ulisil within it. <laughs> so, uh, everybody, everyone ready? Aizen's going to ready his weapon. Yep. And by the way, I changed the lighting so that to reflect my sun sword that I have out. Because it emits uh, bright light. Cool. Hey, Light of Dawn, do you want to turn that off before we open the door? No, I don't. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. We're busting this thing down. Three, two, one. And Aizen opens the door and then like jumps out in the hallway, looks left, looks right. Okay. Light of Dawn combat uh, rolls into the hallway. <clears throat> you don't see anything but the light coming off that sword... You can see the rays, you know, painting lines across the, like, the hallway. Um, or, like, through the arrow slits, uh, down, off the balcony, onto the floor below. It's incredibly conspicuous. All right, Eisen says, let's, let's roll, boys. <laughs> Heading south. And we're just going to backtrack the way we came. Okay. Eisen's taking the lead, and he's fast walking. All right, so you're moving quickly. You don't have that much ground to cover. You know, a few dozen feet, and you're moving through the door to the south, and then again mm -hmm. through the door to the west. You're now on the main balcony, and um, as you're walking, I, and you're walking fast, but you can't help but look right, because you weren't able to see the far wall in this sort of grand room that the balcony faces out onto earlier. It was too mm -hmm. dark. Um, now you are able to see uh, and hold on, let me find the description. A ten-ton black dragon sits on the opposite side of the room. <laughs> um, and all the sugar black, spice. Four black marble columns support the vaulted ceiling of the temple, at the north end of which stands a forty-foot-tall statue of a cowled figure in flowing robes. The statue's stony hands are outstretched, as if in the midst of casting a spell. Its face is a void of utter blackness, the ominous statue stands between two black marble balconies, one of which has partially collapsed and fallen on the temple's black marble floor in front of an open doorway. The walls of the temple are sheathed in amber, and the doors leading from it are made of amber as well. Arched hallways <laughs> coated with amber <laughs> lead away from groups. the temple to the west and east. Flanking these exits are alcoves that hold white marble statues of robed human wizards with pointed hats and golden staffs. One of them has toppled over and lies shattered on the floor. Um, and as you come out onto the balcony and you are looking, um, you, the, the arrow slits that are over the left and right shoulders of this giant hooded statue um, begin to glow green. And rays of fire begin shooting out at you as you run. Oh, uh oh! Um, Let's go, boys. What do you do? Uh, yeah, we 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 uh, dodge the the fire and lead this uh, villain Eisen, out of the. Eisen uh, grabs the the guy's hand because I think you said he was human, so presumably he doesn't have dark vision. And he says, yes. "Turn that fucking light off." Fine, I I disallume. Okay, um, and give me everybody make dex checks. Uh, so just as a note here, I got a, I got a fun feature, I think. Danger Sense, you have advantage on deck saving throws against effects that you can see. So, I saw this, right? Yes. Okay, so I'm gonna roll with advantage if that's alright. LOL, I got a one. Alright. <laughs> uh, 23. Uh, 12. 
Okay, so light of dawn, um, just being a blazing white beacon, is the only one that actually gets hit by one of these rays. Um, I'm trying to find the... Uh... 70 damage. <laughs> oh my god. Yes, please kill me in one hit. <laughs> what uh, What would you need to kill in one hit? I have 59 HP, so that would be 108. 108. Unless you hit me with a disintegrate spell or something to that effect. It's a, you know, power word kill. Uh, that would kill me. Um, does a 13 hit? It does not. Okay. You're okay then. So you, it would have hit you, but you, uh, (laughs) you you extinguish the sword right in time. Um, and you like stop to extinguish it. And so it hits right in front of you. Uh, Mm -hmm. they were, they were leading the shot that didn't pan out for him. All right. So Eisen is just pulling ahead and he's like, all right, we got to go, buddy. (laughs) He's, he's pulling, uh, whatever this guy's name is Vilnius along to the entrance alright yeah so you all run out um, and you run through the hall that has the arrow slits in it and eventually uh, ascend the stairs and reach the cave again Eisen Um, looks at this guy's tattered robes and says I feel like you are not uh, dressed for the weather (laughs) my friend he uh, takes out a wand of his own (laughs) And taps himself, um, and he says, "I will be fine." Oh, cool! Thank you. Uh, yeah, no problem. Where Where are you headed? Well, with no master, now I am free. I suppose I could go anywhere I like. Huh. Okay. Well, if we run Ooh. into you again, uh, well, except you cannot leave Barovia, right? Oh well, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's I like know, I don't know how three towns you can go to, dude. Yeah. Hey. Oh, don't go to Velaki. That place is fucked. He laughs and says, "I will be all right." Uh, all right. This um, is like this is one of those like Dark Souls assassin type characters where we just like mm-hmm. released him and he's gonna start killing everyone. Yeah, yeah it's mild manner, <laughs> Pate. Uh, one question before you go: Have you ever heard of a Mad Mage of Mount Baratok? He says, uh, "That is the mountain to the north of this land." Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, the uh, mage is a person. Uh, he laughs and says, "Don't be so sure." Hmm. Okay. So, okay. That's cryptic. Um, you want to expand on that? <laughs> yeah, he shakes his head and says, I, I don't know him personally. Oh, okay, well. All right, hey, uh, thanks for the heads up about the flame skulls or whatever, and about the golem. Uh, good luck. Maybe we'll run he, into you sometime. He looks at the three of you and says, this is none of my nature, but you have done me a great favor, and I must recommend that you not return to that place. You will not survive it. Yeah, well, hey. I've had plenty of people tell me I'm not going to survive things, and I'm still here. Uh, He looks at you and says, well, you only have to be wrong once. It's a good thing he's never wrong, huh? Yeah, I'm a a genius. I have an intelligence of eight. (laughs) Um, No, uh, or seven, rather. Appreciate the advice. Um... I'd feel bad if I didn't do this. I'd feel like uh, feel like I missed out on an opportunity, so we're going to do it anyway. But uh, good luck doing what you do. And uh, how many charges you got on that wand? You want to hook my, my, my buddy Lydadon up? He's been struggling with the cold. I haven't even walked outside because I, I'm, I'm so afraid to get back in the wind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he shrugs and says, it's not that kind of wand, but I, I'm happy to help. Um, right. And he he approaches Light of Dawn with the wand. Um, and uh, if you let him, he will touch some exposed fur. Um, uh, no, no. 
Nope. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, he shrugs his shoulders and says, I will not help you by force. Okay, great. All right. Cool, dude. Hey, guys, um... Guys, did, guys, huddle up. Did you hear him when he said that, uh... He's like, hey, it's not in my nature to, like, be a good person, but why don't I try that just, you know, for shits and giggles? I think he's a bad guy. Well, I mean, wizards are just, like, secretive people, right? Maybe he's just being... He was giving us advice. Maybe he doesn't normally give advice. You say in this very boomy, echoey cave. Right, I'm trying to whisper, and he can just hear everything. We're on the other side of the barrier. Oh, Uh, okay. uh, Uh, No, I think it's funnier uh, if he can hear everything. He yeah. is very hey, nonchalantly just standing there waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, guys, I think he might be a bad guy. Yeah, I'm not. And, and like, you can barely hear him, but then, like, the other guy, he's, like, in, like, the, the focus point of all the sound. <laughs> it's like I'm <laughs> shouting it at him. Right. Nah, I think it's... Listen, he gave us good advice. He didn't try to, like, attack us or anything. He's, he's done right by us. Well, he even I gave didn't us know a, it's good advice. Well, I mean, he was right about there being a bunch of bad shit in here. We we got shot at. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you didn't do anything bad to us, all right? Come on. Don't all be right. ridiculous. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not just going to attack this guy or something, but I, I'm saying something tells me we are going to re- regret uh, unleashing him upon the world. Yeah, I'm not I'm not super thrilled. I I get I get a kind of a bad vibe from him, but I also like I I haven't seen him do anything bad yet, so I don't really feel like I can justify just, you know... Right, no, this is simply a suspicion. But, uh, but, I mean, we know him. If he fucks something up, we can, uh, you know, hunt him down and kill him later. <laughs> there you go. I suppose so. Uh, Eisen will peek it, will poke his head out, uh, to the other side of the barrier and say, alright, we're going back in, uh, see you around, maybe. He says, is there anything I can do for you before you die? Nope. Uh... No, I think we're good. He shrugs his shoulders and just says, you'll just be three more skulls I have to deal with later. I thought oh, you said that happened to wizards. I... He looks at the three of you and says, you obviously possess some type of power. You never would have made it here. Hmm. But you're planning on coming back? Huh. Perhaps. One day. Alright. Well, hey, uh... <laughs> Time does not matter in a place like this. Yeah, well, you know what does matter? When we fucking clear it all out, because... We're not little cowards like you. Don't, well, don't if blame you manage us. to do that, you will be very powerful. Yeah. Eisen says, just don't blame us when uh, when you come back and there's nothing left to find. And then he swaggers back into the hallway and kind of waves as he's walking away like a kind of a see ya thing. So as you wave, you can see that um, you know he's turned and walked away. And you turn back and wave just in time to see him... Uh, jump off the edge of the cliff and disappear. Nice. Into Alive. the fog. Okay, then. Yeah, Alright, so now right, right. Hard. you All are right. back in the dark hallway leading to the balcony. Um, you do not see any rays of fire, uh, and you do not see the green lights, um, and in fact, you can't see that far into the, you know, the great room with the balcony at all. Eisen says, hey, let's just go back to that hallway we were in already and just keep heading north. Okay. Or, okay. or Maybe there's the door to the west that is closed. We could try to open it. What do you got? What, I, let's, let's do the door to the west, actually. Do we want to okay. close the door to the east? Um, nah, what's the point? Okay. So, uh, and let's keep an eye out for this. Like, let's always have somebody watching our back in case this golem 
Okay, I'll around. be on. I'll be on golem duty. All right, I'll take point, and I'm oh, gonna approach it... the door to the west, and I'm just gonna... this door. Oh, oh wow, there's a door to the south too. Okay, yeah, let's do that first. That's smaller. Yeah, so Bison's we, we come back through the hallway uh, and and head west, whereas before we had headed east. And on the on the wall uh, on the to our wall. south is that there's a small door right before the end of right. the. Yeah, hold on, passage. I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to get my DM vision to work properly. DM vision. DM vision. DM vision. Is that the name of your like conference uh, for DMs to go to? Yeah. <laughs> DM vision, tw- 2022. Yeah. Signing up only costs two hundred bucks. Right. Yeah. Strategies. Uh, <laughs> strategies <laughs> for successful DMing in a complex world. Okay. Um. So as soon as you walk back into the the room with the balcony, you start being fired upon again. Oh my god! Run. <laughs> those those same areas behind the statue light up with green. You can see this green, sickly green light pouring through the arrow slits, and then beams of fire start. Uh, you know arcing out towards you. Okay, well, in that case, the whole conversation about exploration didn't happen. Eisen's just gonna sprint east for the uh, the doors that we initially went into, so the okay. room with the hole. Got it. Yeah, and uh, I'm And I'm, I'm just gonna roll an attack on each of you. Alright. So it'll be Eisen, Cockabee, Light of Dawn. Okay, seven does not hit for me. So for so, Cockabee, it's a 17 to hit? Uh, that is... Uh, oh, no, my armor class is 18. Awesome. That does okay. not hit. Light of Dawn, it's a 15. My armor class is 16, so he misses. Okay. Ison laughs and says, these guys suck. <laughs> and, uh, as Cockabee's running, like, the flame bounces off his shield, and he's like, ah! Very manly yell. <laughs> it roasts well, and kills uh, Goalie Hand, and it's now perfectly cooked. <laughs> oh, no. Amazing. So Eisen says, alright, so it looks like <laughs> now that they know we're here, they know we're here, so let's just Swords. try to take care of that problem. Um, so let's not waste any time. And he's just gonna—he's just marching. He's got his weapon out and ready, and he's advancing up the hallway. When he gets to the door, he's gonna look back and see if his friends are still with him. And once everybody's caught up, he's going to—I'm I'm right behind you. Dart into the room and then do a quick look around. Okay, so you walk past the the room with the lectern where you met Vilnius, continuing north into the a new room where it looks like. Uh, actually, I'll just read the later text. So, um, the walls and ceiling in the eastern portion of this bare stone room have collapsed. To the west and south are open amber doors. In the center of the room is a ten foot stall, a ten foot tall statue of a jackal headed warrior made of cracked amber. It turns to face you. And clenches its fists. Oh, um, so twenty foot high ceiling here. Walls are lined with empty torch sconces. Um, and let's see. I gotta find the. Uh, I know. I just threw that down in the middle of the room. You don't have to be right on top of it. You could be at the door. Okay. So Eisen um, had just busted in. Looks around, sees this guy, and the other two are gonna be. Since he came in first, they'll either be next to or behind me. Yep. I'm uh, right next Kakabee, to you. Yeah, Kakabi will be right behind. He was right. He was on. Uh, and <laughs> so Kakabi is like looking behind uh, on rear guard golem duty, and he's like, "No golem here!" Uh, looking back down the hallway. Yeah, Eisen says, "Found it," <laughs> and immediately, since he already had his axe out, he's gonna just gotta take a swing. Okay, uh, everybody, roll initiative. initiative. <laughs> okay, 
So, starting the combat, the three of you, basically, I mean, you ran into the room together and saw this thing and didn't realize it wasn't a statue until it was too late. Um, so, Light of Dawn is up first. The statue has just started to move and you realize that's the golem that Vilnius was talking about. What do you do? Uh, Light of Dawn, his sword's already out. He uh, uh, runs toward, uh, like, the side of, of the golem and starts slashing twice with his sun sword. Sunblade, uh, and immediately gets a natural one. <laughs> That's your second this session. Fantastic. Ooh. Okay, um, so Nerf and Jack, what do you think should happen? Um, I would say since um, so positioning wise, there's there's two doors. There's the one we came in, and then on the which is on the south side, on the west of the room, there's another set of doors that leads into the area where, in theory the like fucking artillery that were shooting at us were previously so i think light of dawn runs in runs behind this thing realizes at the last second that he now has line of sight into that room which means that room has line of sight to him and mid swing kind of tries to reposition himself and trips okay so he's still got his weapon but he's prone yeah uh yeah that seems fair right okay um, so Light of Dawn is prone, and his turn is over. Sweet. All right. Uh, Aizen is up next. All right. Aizen goes, body! And he steps forward to the other side. His goal is going to be, let's attract this guy's attention away from Light of Dawn. Mm. Takes out his battle axe, goes into a rage. Um, and since he's uh, Path of the Beast, I will take my... Uh, form of the beast tail option. So Aizen grows a lashing spiny tail. Uh, not going to use it though. I'm going to attack with my battle axe, at least for this turn. So I'm going to, or great axe, I should say. So take a big old chop at this guy. That's a 17 to hit. That will hit. All right. So just a big side swing trying to just catch this guy and maybe knock him away. That's 12 slashing damage, but then since I'm in a rage, I think I get a bonus of two. It's been a while since I fought as a barbarian. Um, yep, plus two melee damage. So that is 14 slashing damage. Okay, so you swing and you get a solid hit with your axe, which bounces off of his amber exterior. Okay, does it look like it even cracked it? No. Ugh. Okay. Um... Then, in that case, this probably isn't going to go well, but for Use my... Use magic tail! Uh, so, later on in the class, my beast weapons do become magical for the purpose of overcoming uh, magical resistance. I don't have that yet. Never mind! Um, <laughs> so, Aizen sees this happen, and then goes, uh-oh, <laughs> and tosses his axe to the side and just tries to, like, grapple this thing. He's very strong. Um so that hopefully the, his magical buddies can get some better hits in. Okay. Which I, I don't think I've grappled anyone before, so I don't know exactly how that works. This is, he is big enough, like he towers over you. So you oh. realize that you are not going to be able to grapple him. Oh, okay, never mind. I'll try to trip it's him, a, I guess. It's a 20 foot tall room, and this guy is probably, you know, 14 or 15 feet tall. Oh, shit. Okay, so never mind. I won't try to grapple him. I will, instead of trying so, to... Just a- admin note, so target of your grapple must be no more than one size larger than you. 
Oh, and you're medium, so and he's large. Okay, yeah, you can try it. Oh, okay. That, I will attempt it. It's probably Good not going to go well, but yeah. I I looked it up because I straight up I I never know what to do with grappling. It's, <laughs> I've never done this yeah. before. So how do you go about grappling? How does this work? I, I think you mind if I just a, read it? Yeah, yeah go, go for it. Using at least one free hand, which you you have, and you're using it as an attack. Um, you try to seize a target by making a grapple check instead of an attack roll. A strength athletics uh, check contested by the target strength athletics or dexterity acrobatics check. Okay, so I'll make my strength athletics check. Lol. <laughs> oh my god. Ten. Mm. I'm plus eight to this, and I got a ten. <laughs> so then it makes an athletics or acrobatics check. We're in a tight spot. Fuck. <laughs> All right, it seems to have passed. Right, so you, you basically... Um, you go to grab him, and... You realize as you impact it that he didn't move at all, and it's so heavy and so hard that you wonder if it even noticed that you're touching. Oh, okay. Wow, that turn was almost as good as mine. Eisen says, that's not fucking good. <laughs> okay, the golem is up. Um, the golem looks at the light coming from near the floor at Eisen's sword. Um, light of Dawn's sword. Right, light of dawn sword, sorry, and um, and just pulls a foot up as if he's just as if he's attempting to stomp directly on the the paw that is holding the sword. Um, well, he's at advantage too because I'm prone. He sure is. He does a big uh, asylum demon butt slam on me. Uh, and <laughs> sweet, <laughs> <laughs> he got a one and a three. A one and a three. Right, so he. Um, he lifts a foot up um, to stomp, and pretty much concurrently with Eisen trying to make this grapple work, and all of a sudden, that weight is just in the wrong spot, and it topples back onto the floor. Um, Eisen, I need to roll a an acrobatics check. Acrobatics or athletics, whatever you want. And basically, what you're trying to do is position yourself in such a way that you are not crushed by I got this a 24. Fall. Okay, so you manage to um, roll out of the way so you're not um, like killed by this thing falling on top of you onto the floor. This Good. fight is becoming a Three Stooges set piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and a banana peel, you notice, <laughs> is, is sitting on the ground. <laughs> no. Um, okay, Cockabee is up. Okay, um, Cockabee is going to kind of, he's going to move into the room um, and then kind of noticing all these shenanigans um Cockabee is going to uh cast ray of enfeeblement on the golem ooh nice uh so let's see i make a spell attack that is a 21 to hit um that will hit okay um so now uh he needs to make uh oh so never mind no this happens at the end of his turn so um <clears throat> this like green beam shoots out of Cockabee's outstretched hand towards the amber golem and like in the amber cracks throughout the golem this like uh, like sickly green ooze just starts spreading and you can see the golem is now having like more difficulty moving like it seems to have messed up whatever kind of like inner construction that it has um, and it now has um, any uh, any attacks that it has that use strength only deal half damage until the spell ends, and it Tight. can make 
It can make a DC 15 constitution saving throw at the end of each of its turns. That's okay, but this thing has shitty constitution, so. Yeah. Well, at, at least it, at least it'll be half damage on it, at least one. Yeah. Um, and I am concentrating on this. Okay. But, but, That's but, pretty uh, sweet. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to nice. think, what does grappling even do? Like, what, what benefit it, do you it get makes, from... It makes their movement zero. Oh, that's it? So it doesn't yep. give, like, advantage on the tax or anything? No. Fuck. Okay. Well, that was a stupid idea. Is that it for Kakabi's turn? Uh, that will uh, that will end Kakabi's turn. Okay. So in this round, what has happened is... Nothing. Um, <laughs> the three of you ran into this corner room. It's a 20-foot-tall room. The uh, northeastern corner has kind of fallen in. And as you ran in, what you thought was a statue turned out to be an amber golem towering. 14 feet tall. Um, Light of Dawn was up first, and he, as he skeetered past this thing, he realized that he was potentially caught between the golem and the flame skulls that had been firing at you before. So he, just bad timing, he slipped and fell, was prone on the floor. Then Aizen uh, ran up and attacked with his axe, uh, but despite it being a solid hit, the weapon glanced off of the amber armor of the golem. Um, he then attempted to grapple the golem, but that at least initially seemed unsuccessful. The golem tried to stomp on Eisen's sword or on Light of Dawn's sword hand, um, but lost his balance due to Eisen's grapple and fell to the floor. Although Eisen was able to roll out of the way, protecting himself from harm, Kakabe then cast a spell, um, casting a green sickly looking weave over him and it's, it's not clear to the other guys what that's going to do but it does seem to be taking hold light of dawn is up okay so uh i'm gonna kip up off the ground using half my movement so i am now nice. standing um so this thing is prone on the ground is that what you're saying yes okay so do i get advantage on weapon attacks against them if they're melee attacks uh, great <laughs> so i'm gonna make melee attacks using my sun blade I've started DM's college, to be precise. <laughs> okay. So I'll roll this attack with advantage, and I get oh, two nice. 18s. Two 18s. <laughs> All right, and I will do 15 radiant damage. Okay. And then I will do that again for a 22 to hit. That'll hit. For eight radiant damage. Um, and then I'm going to use that uh, rune blast skill that I have. Um, so I do an additional, uh, an additional eight damage force damage okay and that completes my turn okay all right yeah so as you um as you swing your sword at him it seems like the weapon is not sinking in at all like the steel of the blade doesn't seem to make any uh like gain any ground um but touching it and seeing the radiance arc across him that uh, does seem to do something. It seems to eat into him. Yeah, and, and real quick, sorry, I missed part of that. So the sun blade, the blade is just sun. There's no steel involved. Yeah, it's a lightsaber. Oh right. Um, well, fuck I always me, I always get the sun sword and the flame brand or whatever it's called mixed up. Yeah, yeah. The flame brand yeah. is a sword that's on fire. This is a blade made of light. Right. So light of dawn imagines <laughs> that if but there if were steel, steel yeah. it wouldn't do anything. All right. So Eisen sees this happen and goes alright, Lydodon is gonna be the savior here. My job is to create openings for Light of Dawn. That's what I'm doing right now. 
Uh, so real quick, so we were talking about grappling earlier. This mm. actually would probably be a decent spot for grappling, because if you grapple it, it has zero movement, which means it couldn't get up from prone, because getting up from prone costs half your movement. But we'd have to get it prone. It, uh, is it not prone? It right is now? prone. Oh, it is prone. Yeah, I missed that. Okay. Um, I don't know, especially because I even asked at the beginning of my turn. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna grapple it then. Uh, so that was a strength athletics check, right? <clears throat> yes. Come on. That's not good. That's a 17. Okay. Don't you have inspiration or something? I do, actually. Yeah, I'm going to use that. 23. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you I, was wondering, I was wondering if this would be a good spot for the spite dice. But <laughs> Eisen, Eisen says, I call this one the attitude adjuster. And uh, <laughs> it's down. And Well, no, Eisen puts a, he, he takes out a, a snake sock and rolls it over his arm. And oh, yeah. He does the snake bite and is now grappling this guy on the ground. He says, get him! Okay. Yeah, he's pinned to the ground. Yeah, and his turn is next, so he's probably going to break right out of it. <laughs> yeah, so how do I how do I do that? Do I make another the think, same check again? I think it's just the same check. A yeah. level creature can use its action to escape. To do so, it must succeed on a strength or a dex, uh, athletics or acrobatics check contested by your athletics check. So it's the same check. Okay, okay, but I think I can still attack from down there. You can. Yeah, but just right. disadvantage, because you're prone. Right? Um, Is that right? Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> D&D let me, 5e. Yeah, let me look up prone real quick. <laughs> How does D&D work? How do we... Where is... Alright, prone. Prone. Uh, movement. Only movement option is to crawl unless it stands up. Disadvantage on attack rolls, and attack rolls against the creature have advantage if the attacker is within five feet of the creature. Otherwise, the attack roll has disadvantage. So he has a disadvantage on his attack rolls. People standing right next to him have advantage on attack rolls against him. People far away from him have disadvantage on attack rolls against him. Got it. Um, okay, he's still just going to attack from his prone position. He's going to attack Eisen. All right, he's just trying to bash me off. Yep. All right, I got a AC 16, baby. Do your worst. Are you still raging? If uh, I am. you didn't do damage, or get hurt. But a grapple counts as an attack. Oh, sweet. That is going to be an interesting question. Does maintaining the grapple count as an attack? Can you attack while you're grappling somebody? I yes. guess it says it only. Oh, you know what? I don't even need to. I can I can just attack with my tail. It's not. Gonna I think do like a grapple is considered so, an attack. You use an attack action, I think, to do it. Yes. Uh, your okay. So the first attack misses because it's a fourteen and a twenty-one. Okay, second one hits then. No, no, the, no. It's, it's a fourteen and a twenty-one. I'm rolling oh, with disadvantage. Right. So okay. Um, and the next one is an eighteen or a twenty-five. All right, hits. Okay. 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 Eighteen damage. Bludgeoning. I see. And this yeah. is halved because of yeah, the rage. Because of rage. Unless it's considered magical. It is uh, considered magical. Uh, but yeah. then it's also halved, yeah. From it's still halved from Raven Feeblemen. Then no, it just says um, resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and, and slashing damage. It doesn't say anything about what magical. Oh, interesting. So so it gets halved twice, I guess. So it's yeah. four and a half, which is four. I don't think that's how that works. I think you only apply the halving once. No, I, I I think he's right. You you have it as many times as it's been halved. It's not like advantage where they uh, cancel out. Okay. As long as it's not the same named effect. So he, he couldn't have two different rages and Got half it. each one. Yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. 
Um, all right, yeah, so he he swings a closed fist down at Aizen um, and hits, but Aizen just eats the hit. Yeah. Aizen says, you want to beat me off, boy? <laughs> and then um, does he have an opportunity to get out of the grapple or the ray of enfeeblement? So or? he can save against ray of enfeeblement, but he ha- would have had to have used his uh, action to get out of the grapple. Okay. Um, so it's, and a, it's a con save? Yeah, DC 15 con save. Okay. Ooh. <gasps> what? A golem having a good con save? Okay. Uh, so, yeah, he <laughs> yeah, breaks out of the rave of... It's outrageous. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so the, the green effect dissipates. And... Let me check one more thing. Okay. That's it. Um, okay, so the golem is still down, still being grappled, but the effect of the spell is over. Kakabi is up. Okay, um, Kakabi is gonna he's gonna drop his concentration on the rave enfeeblement and he's gonna cast uh, Aura of Vitality um, Oh yeah So as he um, <clears throat> he kind of like reaches down and touches the ground and spreading out from where his hand touches in a 30 foot radius around him um, this, this dull green fog kind of grows in the, cla- the cracks in the amber um, and makes like this green kind of glow throughout the room um and then i'll use my bonus action uh to heal uh eisen for eisen eisen looks at him and says why six (laughs) i'm I'm like totally fine and i I wanted to get this out so i could do other things later okay there we go uh and this is good for a minute so i got plenty of time plenty of time okay uh and um, Kakabi will move over slightly just to do something else, and that'll be his turn. Okay. Um, so in that round, the golem was down, Light of Dawn sprung up, attacked twice with his sunblade, Aizen grappled him again. Um, the golem struck Aizen, but a lot of the damage was mitigated, and then Kakabi, uh, having lost his initial spell effect, casted uh, another one and began healing the group. And Light of Dawn is up. Okay, Light of Dawn, uh, just continues to wail on this guy with his swords. Ah, ah, ah. Um, so he attacks twice, hits twice, um, for a total of 29 radiant damage. Okay. Uh, to which he will add uh, six force damage using his runic blast. So he's just slashing with one hand back and forth across this guy as uh, um, <laughs> Eisen has him in a, a, a rear naked. Um, and then just like <laughs> Grabs his head with um, uh, with with his uh, runic hand and just like <laughs> just has a little. Oh my god! Uh, a, lot, a lot of effects going on on screen here. Uh, the the head just like rattles back and forth with this force damage that uh, Light of Dawn is inflicting on it, and that completes Light of Dawn's turn. It's it's. I'm trying to figure out how to adjust his hit points. Um. Yeah, I, I was having a hard time doing the same thing. If you remember with the uh, undead cyclopes in Watch on. Uh, part one, where like it, it just, it was, it was I, dumb. I think I figured something out though. So, you, you, how much did you do? Twenty nine. I did twenty nine radiant damage and six force damage, so thirty five okay. total damage. Oh, I'm an idiot. I, I do have the thing that makes it that my form of the beast weapons are magical for the right. purpose it's of a six level thing. Magic. Yeah. Okay. All right, I figured it out. All right. Um. So, when I. I'm grappling. I can attack during that, right? Yes. Okay, because I'm, I'm using my tail. 
so I don't even need to let go. So this like fucking scorpion tail just starts going like ta, 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 and just lashing into this guy. Um, hey, uh, Shepard, could you add some scorpion sound effects? Yeah, nope. please. Thank you. So, melee attack, form of the beast tail, and I guess, so, let me just reread this to make sure. Um, grapple, oh, prone is the relevant one here. Prone, an attack roll against the creature has advantage if the attacker is within five feet. Okay, so, so I will have advantage on both of these attacks. So I'm attacking twice with my tail. Attack number one, coming hot. Now, I, I wonder, because I'm, I'm trying to figure out, if you're maintaining a grapple, does that do you have to use another attack to maintain a grapple on I your turn? I was looking, and I wasn't able to find anything about that. It doesn't seem like it says anything. I, I don't think so, but I don't know that for sure. I'm going to say no. So that's an 18 to hit. Okay, that will hit. Nice. So this will be <laughs> um, 6, so with the rage, uh, 8 magical piercing damage. Okay. So hopefully that works. How do I... I'm looking at where I hit. Does it look like it did anything? Um, he looks magically bruised in that spot. Magically bruised. Understood. Mm-hmm. Alright. I'm attacking again. With advantage. 22 to hit. That will hit. Four. Yeah, God damn it. Uh, another eight magical piercing <laughs> damage. I rolled he two ones magically. for my damage. <laughs> he laughs magically. Yeah. All right, whatever. Eisen says, I'm helping. <laughs> and that concludes Eisen's turn. So to sum up the turn, Eisen's still grappling the guy, but you see the tail just kind of come out from under and start jab-jabbing, and mm-hmm. it looks like it's actually doing a little bit of good against this amber armor. It is. It's tough to tell, but it might be. Um, okay, the golem is up, and he is going to stand up, and I don't think... No, he's not. He's grappled. His movement is zero. Okay, then he's going to bust out of that grapple. Um, <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> All right. So it's the same thing. You just you guys just do contested because you guys are yep. both doing athletics, so it's contested athletics check. Just come. Oh no. Uh oh. <laughs> yep. Jack loses. All right. I'm using another inspiration. I think I have one left after this. All right. Nice. Okay. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> um, Fuck you. See. So that's that is his action. Yeah. Um, okay, I and mean, that's it for him then. His turn is up. Lol. And uh, it is Cockabee's turn. What does Cockabee do? Gonna go. See, the joke's on us, though, because this goal is just going to keep getting HP until <laughs> it can, uh, it can it do what it wants, so we're just burning inspiration. Um, Co- Cockabee is going to... Um, so he's maintaining concentration on the spell. No, no one looks injured, right? Because he topped off Aizen. Uh, Let it on looks okay still. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's gonna he's gonna move along this wall to get a a view through this other open door to keep an eye out on if anyone starts coming through from that side. Okay. Um, and then he'll use his action to cast Toll the Dead on the Golub. Bong. It's a DC 15 Wisdom saving throw. Okay, and Kakabi doesn't see anything out that door. Okay. So it looks uh, like a failure. Here we go. Okay, so it's already hurt, so it's going to do 2d12, uh, so it takes 13 oh, necrotic you know what? Damage. Sorry, he he, uh, he does this with advantage. I should have oh, okay. uh, rolled again. Yeah, this Fuck. is definitely a magical effect. He learned it from Sister Friday. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, get, get okay. ready for my uh, uh, samurai golem later. Never <laughs> mind. 
<clears throat> uh, Kakabe lets loose a an epic dong by like banging his scimitar against his shield, and it's it's a really good one. And he, uh, in anticipation, looks towards the golem, and then is disappointed by not getting a reaction. Light of Dawn starts singing "Hallowed Be Thy Name." <laughs> okay, so in that turn, Light of Dawn hit a few more times, uh, damaging the golem even more. Um, Eisen uh, maintained the grapple, got a couple of uh, magical beast tail scorpion hits in. The golem tried to sit up, but couldn't escape the grapple. And then uh, Kakabe uh, attempted a spell, uh, attempted to toll the dead, but it uh, didn't seem to have any impact. Light of Dawn is up. Okay, Light of Dawn's doing the same thing. He's just going to continue wailing on this thing, confident that the, the grapple will not last. He's trying to milk it for everything it's worth while he can. Mm. So he's going to make another two sword attacks, 22 and 21 to hit. Those will hit. For a total of 23 radiant damage and right. another eight force damage. Uh, so okay. same thing. He's just smack, smack, just trying to beat this thing about the head with his blade of light and then uh, doing a double eye poke uh, with his uh, runic hand and uh, just, you know, vibrating the, the head tremendously. So that's a total of uh, what I thirty-one damage. Okay. Yeah, I mean this is clearly working on him, um, but he looks like he has a lot left in the tank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not he looks long. like he's got whatever <laughs> amount of hit points he needs to have three turns left. <laughs> uh, all right, it's time for more tail strikes. <laughs> tail strike with advantage. All right, 25 to hit. Four. There we go. 15 piercing, magical hey piercing damage. Okay. And then, again, 23 to hit. Four. 10 magical piercing damage. That is a total of 25 magical piercing damage. Okay, so you have chipped. Between the two of you, you've really gouged out a lot of chunks of this thing. There's amber all over the floor. Um, but this is still a fearsome opponent. Mm-hmm. He's full of fear, you mean? Full of fear. <laughs> the golem is going to strike. This time, not Aizen. Light of Dawn. From nice. its prone position. Good, good, good. Okay. <laughs> Any turn when it's not trying to break out of the grapple is a good turn. <laughs> okay, 24 to hit. That'll hit. 16 to hit. That will also hit. Okay. 400 d6 roll on the screen. <laughs> uh, first hit does 18 damage. Okay. And the second does 22 Ugh. Oh my! Uh, that yeah, that hurts Light of Dawn very badly. He goes oh! uh, as he slams his gigantic fist down on not just the big toe on his right foot, but the big toe on his left. Um, he goes oh! Uh, but he remains standing, uh, steadfast and resolute and cold. Luckily, the the cold has numbed him so much that he he's able to withstand the pain. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the. He really just swings his fist down once, and at first, Light of Dawn thinks... He laughs because he thinks, you just missed. You swung your fist down between my feet. Um, but then, looking at Cockabee and Aizen's horrified expressions, he looks down and realizes it wasn't just between his feet. Both big toes were caught. <laughs> yeah, and his boot on like the inside is just... It's like completely flat. It's like pancake thin. I'm like, oh. Right. <laughs> um... Yeah, and after all of those tag-out violations earlier, you remember the voice of your foreman saying, 
you know, the reason we wear steel-toed boots isn't to protect your toes. It's so they get cut off cleanly. Uh-huh. They tested that on Mythbusters. It's not true. And with that, Kakabi is up. Okay, Jack, um, make sure you link that entire Mythbusters episode. <laughs> so first, um, uh, Kakabi's going to direct his green glow to give his buddy Aizen, not Aizen, uh, Light of Dawn a hug and heal him for... <laughs> he heals Aizen for... Uh, uh, thanks, buddy. Six, six hit points. <laughs> uh... Yeah, that'll do you. Yeah, that'll uh, work. We're um, and then uh, Kakabi's like, "Let's let's try this one more time." And he's gonna bang his uh, his scimitar on his shield and cast "Toll the Dead." Um, so this boom kind of sound goes off, and uh, I need a DC 15 Wisdom saving throw uh, with advantage from the Amber Golem. I think when you're prone, you make Wisdom saving throws a disadvantage. <laughs> yeah, that's he's not thinking. It clearly, just stands to reason, know? I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Nice. Um, it, takes 15 necrotic damage. Which I, as, oh my god, I thought he would be immune to that. He's made of amber. Um, are you, seriously? Seriously. Sweet. Alright, it, uh, um, the goes off, and it just, like, matches the resonance frequency that's holding this amber golem together. Uh, and it falls apart. I, just, I like to think that yeah. the, the other two of us don't don't notice because it's just it's it's the statue, so it, it goes from moving yeah. a little bit to not moving anymore. <laughs> and so, screaming and yeah, <laughs> like, down, like leaps in the air and plants his sword deep in this thing. They just like continue whacking it for like ten or twenty seconds. Right. So <laughs> as the dust settles on this fight, you know, um, th- this whole encounter took less than thirty seconds. Right. You ran into a dark room, like a pitch black room. Um, you know, seeing just in grayscale, and the statue started moving, and Light of Dawn fell over, and then the eyes and tackled the statue, and you're swinging around, and then the bright lights of the sun sword come in, and then there are these spells getting cast, and it's it's very, um, it's chaotic, and it is terrifying. It's like a, a strobe light going off in one of those, like, haunted trail <laughs> sort of situations. Um, and this thing was huge it was incredibly powerful on the occasions when it actually got managed to get a hit on someone it was fucking devastating but um in you know your desperate attempts to kill it you did finally smash it to pieces um and at the end of it um the three of you are still standing um um real quick so i i still had six rounds left of my aura vitality so I'm gonna, yeah, I was I'm gonna, gonna say. pump all of that into Light of Dawn and heal him up for twelve d six. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. As as um, you know, the My three of you are just standing there, looking at each other, panting in this dark room. Sweet. Um, and Light of Dawn is able to uh, heal back up uh, with Kakabi's help. Um, and there you are, back <gasps> to the the incredible, like the strange seemingly magical silence of this ancient temple. I, I want to take a, a shard of this amber and put it in my pocket. Yeah, well, we're all gonna, I think, take a little a little, a little souvenir. Uh, keepsake. Yeah. Like yeah. That, guy, that was a... Eisen says, well, I've never felt one of those things before and I don't want to again. <laughs> that was, that was <laughs> incredible. Right how, you, with you. That sucked. how you held it down there. That was... That was nuts. I've never seen yeah, anyone do actually, anything like that before. You are yeah. like super strong, dude. That was crazy. Yeah, I, I feel like that's a good strat with this tail. Like, that's, uh, 
Yeah. If we get yeah, in the fight spot, can... we may we, we gotta do that to the that one come out again. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, do that to the Abbot. Except he might just fly away and then... Yeah, he probably I mean, won't. Uh, Not if his movement speed's here. <laughs> <laughs> now, as you're standing there talking, you... You know what? Actually, let me let me do this the right way. Uh, we don't hear me, anything. Yeah, why don't you all give me an intelligence check? Oh, Ryzen's oh, no. <laughs> so good at these. Hey, remember, there, there's uh, auditory, you know, whatever. Uh, it's a five for Cockabee. Wow, Ryzen got a oh. 17. He's, he's riding that high on this fight. Hmm. Oh, that's a seven for Light of Dawn, the highest intelligence guy in the crew. Yeah. Okay, so while Cockabee and Eisen, I mean, while Cockabee and Light of Dawn are standing there, uh, like congratulating each other, yeah, picking their nose and eating the boogers. Yeah, talking about how um, strong Eisen is. Eisen realizes um, we just made a ton of like bright flashes of weird light, and the doors to the south and the west are both open. Yeah, uh, um, Eisen claps the uh, the other guys in the shoulder and say, hey, let's get back to, like, very quickly, like, let's go to the room where we found uh, the the wizard dude, Vilnius. Okay. okay. Uh, let, let it on. Do you want to turn off your sword? Not really. <laughs> okay. All right. So Eisen's going to bust in the door. He's going he's gonna to roll in, look around. Anybody in here? No. And then once everyone's in, he's going to shut the door. Okay. Um, yeah, so these are... I mean, it's a heavy stone door, but there's no lock of any kind. You know, mm-hmm. that something else could just as easily come and open that door and follow you in if they wanted. Sure. Um, but right now, this room appears empty. It's the same way it was uh, when you found Vilnius, but Vilnius isn't here anymore. All right. Let's let's lay low for a minute, I guess. Um, I'll, I'm going to keep watch on this door. Why don't you guys uh, just look around and see if like, he was in here for a while. Maybe there's... Uh, Maybe he left something behind. Maybe there's some like cool stuff around. Okay, yeah, I just I'll, find a, a pile of his feces. <laughs> I'll check out this yeah, lectern. I guess any like notes on what was taught here and just checking around. You find another wand of the war mage plus three. <laughs> uh, this one's actually a plus five. Nice. Um, the lectern is made of obsidian, but it's it's solid obsidian. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it's uh, it's not carved or adorned with anything. It is very simple. Um, it looks like the slate slab that is behind the lectern uh, served as a chalkboard. It still has chalk marks on it, um, but not anything you can make out. It looks like just an incomplete erasing job. Um, but this appears to be a room where people were taught things. Um, it's unclear you know, what that might have been, but um, Vilnius appears to have left nothing behind. Not even okay. his boot. Not even his poop. We don't know how long he was here. Um, uh, maybe okay. wizards have like some way of deleting their poop. Oh, yeah. Maybe if it's small enough, you can do uh, prestidigitation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Harry Potter. They just uh, you just poop in your pants and uh, yeah, and then do whatever. I don't know any of the spells. Um, I, is, I, it, I is it as cold in here as it was at the entrance? It's still really cold, right? Yes. Okay. Um. Because Eisen's thinking, ah, we should probably rest at some point. Um, we have not really found a good spot <laughs> to do that. Right. Now, you are, I mean, especially Eisen coming out of that rage, you're still running pretty hot. But you mm-hmm. know, especially now that you've been sweating a little bit, that you are about to get very cold. Mm-hmm. Eisen, I up for warmth. Eisen, uh, yeah. So, he's going to, uh, we're huddling up, and Eisen says, listen, guys, 
I think we gotta head head in deeper because we can't just hang out here. If we go sure. outside, we're gonna freeze. No, I agree. I don't know. <laughs> now, bear in mind that the hanging lanthorns are burning. You know, oh, yeah. they have regular fires in them. Okay, I'm yeah, going to hang- go sh- shove one up my butt to keep me warm. <laughs> let's let's hang out and catch our breath, and then let's go back out, back up into the room where we fought the golem, and head west and see what we see. Okay. Is it a statement he's making, or do you actually do that? That's I'm I'm soliciting feedback from the group. Uh, Eisen's making I think this that is a great idea. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, so we're gonna hang out for a little bit and just kind of <laughs> um, okay. next to the lanthorns. So, and assuming just for, nothing busts the door in, go ahead. For for flavor's sake, are you totally bundled up, moving from room to room, or do you have your hood down so you can be as alert as possible? Eisen's got his hood down. Uh, Light of Dawn also does, uh, and he, he spent a lot of time, like, kind of de-icing his fur, um, <laughs> and, uh, to try and make himself a little warmer. He, he was doing that by the lanthorns. Mm, okay. I think Cockabee probably has his hood up. Well, no, no, it's down because, uh, Goldie Hens at his hood. Oh, right. Um, okay. So, you make your way back into the, uh, the hallway on the balcony. Yep. Head Quick north into great. the room that you fought the golem. You look left and right. There's nothing out there. Okay. And then you make your way out onto the balcony to the west. Right. Um, going to jump out and see if there's anyone there. Okay. Uh, there's no one there. This okay. black marble balcony, 30 feet above the floor, overhangs the northeast corner of the temple. The two amber doors leading from this balcony stand open. Um, and uh, let's see. Who were the first two people to come out? Eisen Me is taking the lead. Yeah, light of dodge right behind him. Okay, um, so two fire rays come out. Okay, where from? Um, from here. Okay. From this arrow slit that is over the left shoulder. Gotcha. The so they're, they're taking a pretty tight angle to hit this. Yes. Okay. Uh, you can see the green glow emanating. So the mm-hmm. first one's for light of dawn. Second one's for Eisen. Okay. That'll hit. Oh, you know, hold on. I accidentally rolled those with advantage. Let me let me re-roll that. This okay. one's for Light of Dawn. Yeah. It, it explodes and dies. Up. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, and, and so the one for Eisen doesn't make it because it was a crit fail. So you can see the fire not make it all the way out the window. All right. I, I dive um, into the door to the north. Okay. Yeah, so you run out of this door onto the, the corner portion of the balcony and then in through the other side. And now you are... Uh, you're in the northern portion of this temple. Uh, you've made it past the Great Hall. All right. Um, and let's take a look here. Give me that flavor text. This bare stone room consists of a foyer to the west and a shrine to the east. Four candlesticks lie on the dusty floor of the foyer. In the shrine, fragments of a shattered, excuse me, of a, of a shattered obsidian statue are scattered in a raised alcove at the eastern end of the chamber. Two pairs of empty alcoves line the north and south walls of the shrine. Eisen's um, gonna look look at his buddies and go, listen, let's just go through the door and kill whatever keeps shooting at us. Well, let's check this room first just to make sure, like, you know, we, we found a hidden door earlier. Um, okay, you guys do that. I'm I'm gonna watch. Just stand guard. Yeah, I'm, so I'm, okay. the, both of these doors are right next to each other. The ones, uh, the one leading to the balcony that we just came into was on the, mm-hmm. like, 
it's on the south side and the door on the the west right. that's yeah, going to so lead to the enemies. Yeah, so you see a set of double enemies. doors that yeah. looks like it accesses the room with the arrow slit that was firing at you. Eisen is yeah. going to position himself. Well, he's going to close the door that we just came in through. And then right. he is going to position himself directly in front of the door that okay. the uh, presumably will lead to the enemies. Got it. Okay, and the other two of you, you are... Um, Check the walls. I, I yeah. turn my sword back on and I start checking walls. Okay. Um, so, as you do that, you discover the same thing, like a, it, almost like a faint outline of a door to the north, and you're able to push it open. Hey guys, I found the door. Okay, cool. Do we do we want to go let, that let, way? Let's, or? let's take care of the enemies that, again, are presumably on the other side of the door first. Yeah, I agree. That way they can't All follow right. us or harass us further. Okay, you, are you guys ready to, like, you got, you got any spells you want to cast in advance? Now let's do this. Alright. Three, two, one, and then Aizen just kicks the door down and rushes in. And falls off a cliff and dies. Yeah. <laughs> right, so as you walk in, you see this, I mean, it's the size of a human skull. And it's floating around, the skull has pinpoint red eyes and is wreathed in green flame. Um, and as it looks at you, you can tell that... Um, like, this is a real human skull. Um, and although you get a sense of some kind of intelligence, you also get the sense that it's been warped in some way. It's, it, you know, one of those just sort of chance things where you, you look in those eyes and you can tell that there is intelligence behind them, but it is not an intelligence you recognize. Okay, it's foreign. It's a great old one. Um, yeah. And, okay. uh, everybody roll initiative. So you run into the room and you're ready for this thing. You know it's in there. Um, and it, it's it's bobbing up and down, so you know that this may be difficult to hit, even if it's not actively trying to dodge you, because it's you know it'd be like hitting a you know a basketball that's floating around in the air. And with the blast um, shield down, I can't even see. How am I supposed to fight? <laughs> and Kakabi is up first. Kakabi is going to uh, run in. He's going to vault off of Light of Dawn's back. Uh, like jump over him and he's going to reach out a hand and touch the skull and cast Inflict Wounds at level 1. <laughs> well, natural one. <laughs> you fall out through the arrow hole and... Uh, <laughs> um, Alright guys, what, what do you think should happen? That would be funny. Goldie Hand catches on fire. <laughs> yeah, that sounds reasonable. Uh, a, a small fire appears on Goldie Hand's back. Ah! You, Kakabi realizes that his neck's getting really warm, and then he hears. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because you're flipping over it and you go to touch it, but instead of touching it, the the flame just. <laughs> yeah, you see these, of, uh... these green flames coming off of Goldie Hen. <clears throat> so so yeah, so Kakabi's gonna um, he's gonna like he he knows you're supposed to like stop, drop, and roll. So he's gonna mm-hmm. do that and try to be like, you gotta roll over, Goldie Hen. Um, and so he's he's going to be prone on the ground trying to put the fire out of Goldie Okay, Hand. so yeah, Kakabi now down on his hands and knees, rolling his hand around on the ground. Yeah, as one does. Um, as yeah. one does. Um, it doesn't it doesn't it look life threatening, but you really don't know yet. It's yeah. happening very fast. Um, and uh, that is it for Kakabi. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, so there's been a lot of natural Dawn ones. This the light of Dawn is going to attack it with his sword. 25 to hit. Uh, that will hit. For 11 damage. Is this considered undead? Yes. Let me confirm. 
Okay. Yes. Okay, well then I do an extra D8 of radiant damage to it. Okay. So that's a 17 oh radiant damage on the first hit. Okay. And attack him again for 24 to hit. That'll hit. Uh, for 18 radiant damage. And then I also do 5 force damage. So that's a, a total of uh, b- b- uh, 40 damage. Radiant and force. Okay. So I I, um, I, I see Goldie Hen go down and I... I Vladimir kind of just kind of like shrugs. He goes, okay. And then he, <laughs> he he just starts like slashing at the air at this thing and manages to catch it pretty good t- twice and then uh, um, goes for an eye poke on the flaming skull. Yeah, so as you go for the eye poke, um, the red lights extinguish, the flames go out, and it falls to the ground. I stomp on the skull and smash it to pieces. Eisen was about to attack and he sees this happening and then. He looks over at Lighted On and goes, "Nice, yeah, thanks, bro. I've been I've been working on that. We are a he says we are a well oiled machine." And then he looks at Goldie Hen, fucking <laughs> on fire. <laughs> okay, okay, we're okay here. We're okay. All right, hey, one down, right? Um, I guess let's go check out that hidden door now. Well, hey, let's. Uh, this is kind of weird. Can we check this room out too? Yeah, that is. Yeah, is there anything play, else Modern- in here? Or is this just a... Uh, so as you, you kind of... What you've been doing is you walk around the room, you look closely at the walls and kind of run your fingers over them to see if you can catch any textures. Yeah. Um, and no, there's nothing to this room. It's a, it's a narrow room, um, and it's just a, a door on one side and an arrow slit looking out over the grand hall. That's gotcha. it. Gotcha. All right. All right, let's keep on moving. Let's head on out. Okay, so you move back into the shrine room and then turn to face the secret door that you found to the north. And as you walk there, um, you can see that um, the secret door opens onto a small, dusty corridor that heads north, but then bends to the east, descending a dark staircase. Um, The air is thin here. And says, hey, turn the sword off. Ah, fine. Um, The air is heavy. With the stench of death. Oh. Hey guys, what does it sound like? It smells like death. Uh, it sounds it like is, death smells. It's silent. Okay. As the grave. <laughs> Eisen says, Alright, I'll take the lead. Let's let's see what we got here. And starts I'm right behind you. Moving on down slowly. Okay. Um and Nerf has set Ooh. this up so you should be able to click it and it'll take you down. Okay. Yeah, level shoes of floor. Down. Wow. We yeah, are now down room. floor. Yeah, right. looks like we it looks like we came down a floor, guys. All right. So Eisen gets to the bottom of the stairs, and then he's gonna look around, see what we're dealing with here. Ooh, this place ain't looking so hot. Hey, the stairs descend to a collapsed hall with a high ceiling and amber glazed walls. That says amber glazed walls glazed with amber with amber. With amber. <laughs> <laughs> um, rubble covers most of the floor, and a path through the rubble leads to an open doorway. A deathly stench seems to come from it. Okay, I want to peek my head and see what I see. So, this door is open, um, and looking inside, uh, you see this room has amber-glazed walls of amber. I never would have guessed. (laughs) What? (laughs) And a floor of dark green marble. Three amber sarcophagi stand in alcoves. Um, Now, these sarcophagi are like 
ten foot tall, basically slabs. They're like slabs of ice, but amber. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Two feral humanoids with ghastly gray skin stare at you hungrily with three eyes. Two normal oh. eyes and a third lidless eye, blinded by cataracts. Five more cling to the walls and the ceiling. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. No, these I are kick not, open the door and cast Thunderwave. These are not in the sarcophagi. These are in the room looking at you. Um, so so let, me, let me throw some tokens. Also, uh, everybody roll initiative. <laughs> Start that combat. Uh-oh. Yeah, I... I Jack, this is the this is the combat session that, that you and Nerf are looking for. <laughs> yeah, baby. It makes me sick. <laughs> I despise this. Ah, uh, this is gonna be I don't have any third level spells, so I can't get aura vitality out. It's gonna be interesting. It's okay. One thunder wave will be enough. This is gonna be a fucking cramped. You said there were five more of these things on the ceiling? I think it was five total. Oh. It was oh, maybe, five maybe not. more. Big oof. Sick rolls for me. Um, would someone look up the ghast? Uh, page on D&D Beyond and post the image in the Discord. Gassed. Gassed. This is like a gaunt, pale blue-skinned humanoid with vampire teeth um, and like a giant whip tongue and these big spindly fingers with long nails. (laughs) Cool. What are we looking up specifically here? Just gassed. I just 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 posted it. Paste the picture. Oh, oh, never mind. I <laughs> thought you were... <laughs> All right. I looked okay. at the stat block. <laughs> um, don't do that. Forget the stat block. Yeah. Um, okay, so you open the... Or you peer into the cracked open door into this vault, and you see the sarcophagi, and then standing next to one of them, you see two of these things, and they turn and look at you, and then you look up and realize there are five more on the ceiling. Um, that that drop down. Now there are seven on the floor looking at you. You look at each other, and it's a combat. So uh, <laughs> right away, um, the closest ghast um, runs towards the door, and light of dawn is closest. Um, so the ghast is going to um, is just going to uh, bite or attempt to bite you. Go for it. Ooh. 21 to hit 18 damage Ooh. Oh, this is this is gonna go well this is not good <laughs> um damage taken okay um and that is his turn does he bite me from across the room like that <laughs> yeah he's got really really long teeth which one? Oh, you know what? it's I the one encircled in, in orange got it no so he, he would have moved over here i had the wrong one clicked yeah so he he runs up towards you and uh, you think he's going to go for, like, a swipe or something, but he sticks his long neck in and takes a bite out of your shoulder. Um, Ow! And Drugs. then uh, another ghast is up, uh, also towards the back of the room. Um, and he runs up almost here behind the door, so it's going to be tough for the other players to see him. But he dives through this, what is essentially a pile of bodies at this point, and then... Sh- sweeps a hand around at you. So that is a 17 to hit. That hits? 8 damage. Oh yeah, more of that. Let's let's have more of those and <laughs> bites, <Yeah>. please. <laughs> Alright, so right now what's going on is Light of Dawn is the only one in the room. The other two of you are outside. It's a narrow door. Um, and these things are funneled in, pretty much piling on, on top of Light of Dawn. He's in a very bad spot here. Come back to uh, me. 
Cockabee is up. Um, Cockabee is going to uh, grasp this new sun symbol that he has that he hasn't used before. Sweet. Uh, and he's gonna say, um, he's gonna say like, "Be gone, traitors of the grave!" Uh, and he's gonna channel divinity, turn undead, and I'm gonna burn three charges on my symbol of Ravenkind so that they all have disadvantage on their saving throw. All right. Um. So, Ooh. and that would have been helpful if this thing told you what you need to do. Uh. So each of the guests need to make a DC 15 wisdom saving throw at disadvantage um if they fail uh they are turned for one minute or until they take any damage uh, all right and now they... gasps actually have turning defiance so basically if they're standing next to each other they have advantage on those throws so this okay. just cancels that effect okay wow i didn't realize that so that's cool um okay and then uh if so if they fail they have to run away like that the user turns to get as far away from me away from me as they can Okay, what do they uh, what do they need to do again? Uh, DC fifteen wisdom saving throw. They're all plus nine to wisdom, so watch out. Boy, this is really there. It is there. We go. Yeah, okay, so <laughs> that was me. I did it for so you. It's an eight. Six, uh, six of them <laughs> failed, and then the seventh one saved. Okay, so they all run towards the back of the room. You except one of them. So just pick one that doesn't. Yeah. So they can. They so so they don't do it now. They do it on their turn. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah, they have to use their action, which is great. Perfect. Okay, got it. Um, does Kakabi do anything else? Um, no, that'll, that'll end Kakabi's turn. What does it look like? So you, you hold the amulet out, and you you know you say what you say. What, what happens? It's like, so it starts off like a shining bright light, and then it twists into the, the signature Kakabi green glow. Um, that's just like... It's it's like a powerful, almost like a spotlight of of just green light shooting out, like like a like when Gandalf is chasing away the Nazgul and Return of the King to save Faramir. Oh, it's like those um, rays coming yeah, out and yeah. hitting each guy. Yeah, yep. I, I think he was doing more than just saving Faramir. No, it was only to save Faramir. Oh, okay. <laughs> he didn't care about the others. They didn't, you know, they weren't important to the plot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone else might as well just drop dead and I could Gilliath for all Gandalf games. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yep, that uh that ends Cockabee's turn. Yeah, so like this is bright light and you can see just like this the the ferocity in these gas just turn immediately to fear. Mm. Uh for all but one of them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, so I mean Light of Dawn is putting up a valiant fight here, um, but is the numbers are absurd and these beams of light that no one in the party has seen before. Um, you know, start impacting these things as Cockabee confidently strides forward. Um, and, uh, they're, they're kind of making that, like, terrified face, like the, uh, like the orcs in yeah. Moria. Yeah. That see the Balrog is coming. Yeah. Um, those and, are goblins. Yeah, you're right. Fucking ninjas <laughs> or something. Yeah, ninjas um, or something, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, Aizen is up. So Eisen. Now, so Eisen secretly being undead, is he affected by this? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make oh, a saving throw, secret Eisen undead. Yeah. Um, Eisen hears Light of Dawn kind of like shout in pain because he got bitten and then clawed, and he... Help, is, help, help. He gets mad. He might even say that he goes into a rage. And, uh... Really mad. Super angry. 
And you know what? This time, he gets a big old beast mouth. I thought you were going to say a big old boner. <laughs> uh, well, he always says that. Uh, so he, he has like a bear head now. Takes out his axe and just chops at the only one he can see, which is the one right inside the door. And uh, just he's, he's just going to go ham on this thing. So he goes Jackie actually, Chan, he hits the door so hard it's it <laughs> the door smacks into the guy. I'm gonna give hmm. you a disadvantage on that because that guy's actually behind the door. Oh, can I step into the room then? Like what what are my options here? So you can step into the room and try to share with um well, no, not really. So it's it's two pack for you to get in. If you were to try to get through like you can't pass through a space that has an enemy in it. You can pass through a space that has a friendly in it if they consent. But it's difficult to ram. But there's nowhere for you to go. You cannot get in that room. Okay. Shoulder check the door. Uh, yeah, I guess Eisen's just gonna try to like shove in. Then can I do okay, that? Okay, like like trap the guy behind the door. Yeah, or... I wanna I wanna shove him away and then be standing next to Light of Dawn. So the problem is you'd be shoving him into another guy. Like there's there's really no way for you to do. Like the way in is where Light of Dawn is standing. Okay, so I guess I'm just going to have to attack with this advantage and get rid of this guy, because otherwise the room is, is inaccessible. Sure, so you can either try to get like through the crack between the door and the frame, or you can try to use the door to crush him. Oh, I'll do that. That sounds fun. Okay, yeah, so go ahead and attack. Make a Yeah, make an attack roll with disadvantage. I'll let you use the bonus for your weapon and stuff like that. Ugh. Wow, those are two shit rolls. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a 10. Yeah, so you... um. I mean, you see what a bind Light of Dawn is, but Light of Dawn is also clearly not trying to get out of that room. Um, and so you see that, um, given that Light of Dawn is kind of actively fencing these guys that are right next to him, you try to go for the guy that's at the door, the one that swiped the claw out earlier, and you, um, you reach a hand out and just try to crush him, but the door is heavy and you can't get the leverage. Um... And uh, you're able to apply a little bit of pressure, but it doesn't do you much good. Okay, I will, I guess, do it again. Okay. I don't know why that rolled three dice. That's a 12, so probably similar story. Um, yeah. Uh, so same thing, you're able to press the door in, but you don't think you're doing much. All right. And with that, Eisen's turn is over, Light of Dawn is up. Um, so just to reset the scene here... Light of Dawn is in the room. The room is basically shaped like a plus sign. Um, the heroes are entering from the west side. There's a door on the western side of the plus sign. And then on each other vertex, there is a, um, there's a giant amber sarcophagi. Um, or sarcophagus, I should say. Standing in the room are seven ghasts. Uh, and Light of Dawn is squaring off against all of them. Um, six of them have come into the effect of Kakabi's spell. He's casting some kind of strange green light on them from a symbol. And Aizen is standing at the door, trying to wrestle one uh, around the jam. Go ahead, Light of Dawn. So Light of Dawn, uh, taken somewhat aback by the discourtesy of their initial attack, raises his sword and just starts slicing at the one that's right in front of him. Okay. Um, and so he... I already rolled, so he got an 18 and a 14 to hit. Both hit. Okay, then he does um, 29 radiant damage to it. I assume it's undead. How does he die? Oh, 
Uh, I mean, he just gets sliced and diced, uh, and the the radiant light just pours through him. Oh, I'm, um, I'm sorry. I, I spoke too soon. Um, roll roll for the second die. damage. I already did. Um, oh, wait, so a total this, of 18? No, no, no. So the first hit, the first hit is 14. Okay. Uh, radiant damage, and then the second hit is 15 radiant damage. Got it. Okay. Do your rune blast thing. Uh, oh no, I got something better. So instead of doing rune blast, I'm going to use my bonus action to cast a first level spell. Mm. Um, and that spell will be thunder wave, which will hit oh. all of these guys. Oh no, don't do that. You're gonna undo the fucking uh, turn undead thing. Uh, well, Laddie Don doesn't know that. Oh. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, where does it say that? It, it's um, turned for one minute or until it takes any damage. Oh, well, yeah. Well, this is a good time for Light of Dawn to learn that, I guess. Um, so he does Thunder Wave, which is going to hit all these guys. They need to make a DC 15 constitution saving throw. Uh, okay, so... I to count out what it... 2, uh, 9, 15, so one of them saves. Right. Um, and then... So, <laughs> six thunder damage, oh, uh, or three no. if Okay. So, you know, enough to ruin Cockabee's thing, but not really enough to matter. That's right. <laughs> so, so... Life Down feels really good about it, though. Yeah, so they all shake, and then that, like, that fear in their eyes disappears, and the ferocity returns, and you see Cockabee kind of waver and go, Be gone, <laughs> betrayers of the grave! But, uh, it's, it's not working. That's awesome. Fantastic. Cockpit goes like shit. <laughs> I need to explain that better next time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right, didn't really turn. know how it worked. It was his first time doing it too. I <laughs> love how you're applying the damage to each of them, and then each of them are giving the chat message, "Meh, not impressed." <laughs> meh, not impressed. Meh, not meh, not impressed. <laughs> they all overlay with each other. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think that it we got the point. Um, <laughs> so this gas is up and he runs towards the back of the room towards the eastern portion and tries to he, he essentially sandwiches himself against like between the wall and the sarcophagus uh, the next gas is up and he does the same thing so they're uh, they're, they're not, not afraid of anymore yeah they're not afraid of me anymore oh yeah fuck I yeah. forgot about that I don't remember the thing we were talking I, about for I think they still do it though I think they still do that yeah. Um, yeah. So they don't do that, and instead they bravely band together and uh, and kill you. Um, it's it's shaping so, up that way. Good, good. Uh, so this gas can't get close enough to hit you. Good. It, good. It's just gnashing its teeth and wailing at me. Yeah. Um, this gas is going to um, get its head out and uh, try to bite you. Uh-oh. So does it does it have disadvantage against me for trying to attack around this door? If he's trying to reach his head around and, and bite me? This no, because he has the door. opportunity to hide behind the door or not. Hmm. Yeah, on the DM. It's a very special door. Right, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it has a, it's permeable one way. <laughs> yeah. I can do whatever I want. Reality, except roll, it can apparently. Be whatever I yeah, just roll or attack or do <laughs> yeah. anything with these enemies in a timely fashion. It's, uh, yeah. And rolling, rolling's pretty hard. Um, here I go. Good music change. What is it playing now? It, it's just cycling through a bunch of pirate sounds. <laughs> oh, no. <it's... laughs> Does a seven hit? That will miss. Okay. Um, so that's it for his turn. Okay, so the next gas is up. He is not close enough to hit you. And neither is this guy. 
Uh, another one in front of you is up. This is the one that you've pretty severely wounded. Um, he will reach out and try to claw you. 19 to hit. That will hit. Six damage. Got it. Okay. Um, next guy is up. Uh, he's standing diagonally from you. He's going to try to bite. That is a 15 to hit, which misses. Nope. We'll miss. Um, and with that, we're back to Cockabee's turn. Okay. Uh, Cockabee is gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna. Alright, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try this again. If they're. If they're running away, don't hit him. It'll. It'll kill the effect. Uh, and then he's gonna go. Um, uh, be gone, betrayers of the grave again. He's on the other side of the auditory barrier. I can't hear it. <laughs> is that? Is there an auditory barrier right there? That's a good point. There is an auditory barrier. Okay. So they, <laughs> Lol. They would need to. <laughs> they need to be able to see or hear me. So. I guess oh. they can see me. They can, they can see you. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah, so I'm going to do it. Um, so same thing. But not the one behind the door, presumably. The one behind uh, the door is immune to most effects. That's yeah. right. Except the ones it wants. Okay, uh, so they need to make a DC 15 wisdom saving throw. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to roll for six of them. I mean, your rolls are better. I like... Yo, those are some crazy good rolls. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, wait, we'll why are these rolls. Um, so it's everybody but the one guy behind the door? Yep. Okay. Um, and so, what do they need to uh, fit? Hit? Fifteen. So half of them save, half of them don't. Okay. Got it. Um, all right. Uh, so we're going to say that the ones that are closest to you don't save. Um, okay. They're going to try to. They're afraid now. Um, and uh, is Cockabee doing anything else? Um, nope. That'll that'll end Cockabee's turn. Uh, okay. So I will. Um, this gas back here is up, um, but he can't get close enough, and Eisen is up again. All right. So the, the situation has not changed a lot <laughs> since Eisen's last turn. Like, the positions are the same. However, in the interim, um, Light of Dawn has hacked up the one closest to him and um, used Thunder Wave and cooked them to some degree. And then uh, Cockabee has reapplied the same effect. Okay. So Eisen, um, just by observing the one that's behind the door. Can he tell if this one is turned? It doesn't seem to be acting any different, so okay. he could guess not. Alright. Then Eisen's going to, I guess, try again to just shove his way into the room or do something to get this guy out of the way. Um, so it's going to be the same deal as last time and attack at disadvantage? Yep. Alright. So hopefully, hopefully better luck this time. Nope. All right, Instead that's of 11. trying to attack the creature, can he just try to shove the door? He, that's what he's doing. Yeah. Oh. So what, what, why is he getting disadvantaged against the door? Because he has to come at it from a weird angle. Oh, okay, 15. Okay. Yeah, so you hit him. Nice. All right. You're, you're able to get enough leverage at the door that you feel some crunching behind it. Nice. Okay. Uh, is it open enough that I can kind of step into the room or still not quite there? Uh, so... I'll let you in, but I'm gonna. Anything you do is gonna be with disadvantage because you're gonna be sharing a space with this. Thing. That's fine. I'm just trying to be a meat shield. Okay, so at this point, you have basically crushed the gas back into the corner behind this door, and it is pushing back. Um, but you are able to sandwich yourself into the melee now. Nice. Um, so you are you're surrounded, and you're getting a door pushed into you, but you are in the room. Can I then move into the same space as Light of Dawn? No, you, you can't no, share no. a space with them. Okay. 
So I'm, I'm in the room now, and hopefully I'll be soaking up some of the damage. So Lydodon's not all alone. And I think that'll end my turn. Okay. Um, and with that, uh, Light of Dawn is up. Light of Dawn is going to swing his sword once more at the one in front of him that looks like it's on the brink of death. Uh, he looks at you and says, If you strike me down, I will become more powerful. <laughs> Before he finishes the <laughs> sentence, I cut off its head. Uh, uh, you strike him down and he just falls down into the ground dead. And I advance into his space that he was occupying. And I guess that ends my turn. Or, oh, I thought I deleted the monster. Um, no, you deleted me. I'm gone. <laughs> okay. yeah, you're dead. You got canceled. <laughs> I was like, where'd the light go? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Chaos. Okay, so in the meantime, I'm taking my second sword strike against mm. the one that's right in front of me. 15 to hit. Uh, that'll hit. For uh, 13 radiant damage. Okay. Um, and then... Uh, I'm gonna hit the these the four in front of me. I'm gonna hit them with a a spell. That spell right. being burning hands. They need to make a DC 15 dexterity saving throw. Okay. Cockabee's stamping his foot in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Uh, these these ones did not save. Oh right. Or yeah, sorry, yeah. they did save. So you know, calm down. And they all fail. Their total was 15 among the three of them. Um, nice. So they're going to take. Jesus. Four uh, oh fire God. damage apiece. <laughs> 3d6. <laughs> one, one, two. Yeah, that's pretty rough. And that completes my turn. Okay. Eisen sees this space that's been cleared out, and he is fucking hyped. He salivates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man, not impressed. Man, not impressed. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they in unison shout, man, I'm not impressed. <laughs> Um, okay, the ghasts are up. Um, the one closest to Light of Dawn bites him. Yeah, that's actually a bit of a problem, as you, uh, well, you're right in the middle of it. Oh, no. Uh, and misses. Ooh, that's a miss. Uh, this one is going to push back on the door, um, and try to smack Aizen with it. But he's gonna have to do it at disadvantage, because he doesn't have any room. Um, so... Is he just making an attack, or am I trying to do a save here? He is making an attack. I'm just going to see if he can swing it into you. All right. AC Same 16. as you were doing. Um, yep, so he's... You, you can feel the door pushing against you, but he's not able to get out. Nice. Um, this other gas diagonally from Light of Dawn is going to uh, go for a bite. I'd like to see him try. He fails. That does a 10 hit. Light of Dawn's on fire, dude. Um, and then this guy over here is, uh, well, he can also only attack Light of Dawn. Or no, actually, he's, I think, one of the guys that's under the influence, right? Or, Three no, of he them. just got burned. He just yeah, got burned. he got burned, so he's good. Um, so he's going to attack Light of Dawn. It's the two that are, it's this good. one and this one that are going to try to flee now. Correct. Um, so, bite attack. Ooh, that'll hit. Law. Seven okay. damage. That's a little better. That, that 18... Right off yeah. the top was uh, was pretty rough. Light of Dawn does a, a double backflip to dodge two of the attacks, and then the last one uh, catches his uh, recently healed big toe on the way back down. Uh, well, finally, the ghast close to Aizen gets, gets an opportunity. This is the one that's running away, right? Yeah, he's running away, so he gets an opportunity to get and opportunity attacked. He gets an opportunity to, to flee. Um, and that means both of you get opportunity attacks against him. Jack, you want to go first? 
Yep. Um, since well, I'm, too bad, because I'm going to do it first. <laughs> go for nope, it. Nope, Jack is going to go first. So since I'm kind of crushed in with this guy, am I at disadvantage for him? Or what's the... Uh, mm, yes. Okay. Um, would we... I guess if he's running away, we're probably not flanking him at that point, so it wouldn't cancel out. Right. All right, attack at disadvantage. Here we go. Great X. We're just kind of flinging it out there. Ooh, 18. Yeah. That's okay, a pretty good hit. disadvantage roll. All right. So I just... Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Christ. <laughs> All right, eight damage. Right, um, so you you heal him eight points <laughs> as he runs away. <laughs> so and he... I do 17 radiant damage. Okay. So I think right. he would turn around... Cause like he would, he's running away. He gets hit. Then yeah, the, uh, he just the turn took damage, so he's not turned effect. anymore. I, yeah. I'm I'm not gonna credit him with the ability to like change his mind halfway. Okay, all right. Um, okay. But for next said, turn, um, you said 18 radiant, 17, 17 radiant. Okay, 17 radiant and then eight slashing. Got it. Um, yeah, so he's in bad shape. Um, and he gets hit twice running away, um, yeah. and although he slows on his way across the room, like, he doesn't stop, and he still tries to climb, sandwiching himself between the sarcophagus and the wall of the room. Um, it's actually supposed well, to be Cockaby up now. Light of Dawn comes after that. I just wasn't able to manually enter the initiative. Hmm. Yeah, um, Light of Dawn goes after Eisen. After Eisen. Okay, so Cockaby is up. Okay. Um, gosh, what is Cockaby gonna do? Uh, is gonna... Can I Can I even get into the room? Um, You're gonna this be in the point, same position I was in. <laughs> yeah, at this point, um... If I could get into the room when I got in... Yeah, you can... It'll be difficult terrain to get through Aizen, but you could get into the square either here, north of Light of Dawn, or here, west of him. Okay, I'll, yeah, I'll move right behind Light of Dawn. Um, okay. I will cast... Um... I'll cast Cure Wounds on... Boo! What would you want? Nope. Letter. No, no, no. There's none of, none of I this. That's, that's, that's what I got. Yeah. Uh, on Light of Dawn. Light of Dawn is badly hurt, but, you know, it's... It's seven. Seven points of healing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Right, okay, so so Kakabe runs into this chaotic-looking room, which seems almost surreal from his position outside because he can't hear anything. He's just watching it. Um, and so he keeps casting these rays in to get people to flee. And <laughs> I come um, in and know what this was. It's 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 chaotic. Yeah. Uh, and so finally, he sees an opening. He flings himself in and puts his hands on Light of Dawn, um, and uh, heals him for a few points. Um, but it's you know it's overwhelming now that he's inside this den of these uh, ghouls moaning and hissing. Swiping and biting at everyone. Um, wow, are you doing anything intense. else? Uh, no, that'll that'll end my turn. Okay. Uh, this ghast over here is up, and he is going to run around. Damn um, it! <laughs> and, I want that space. And he is going to uh, try to bite Cockaby, the what? newcomer. Not cock. Boo! Why aren't people <laughs> trying to kill me more? Uh, and he misses. Uh, yep. He's just to bite you in the face, um, but you you're able to weave out of his way, um, and then. But he does catch Goldie Hen, and Goldie Hen is now dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Eisen is up. Okay. So is there anybody at this point that I can attack without disadvantage? No. Okay. You um, could probably inflict damage on yourself without disadvantage. 
That's true. I could do that's, that. That's not true. I'm going to give you a disadvantage. Oh, okay. Hmm. Sad. <laughs> uh, Aizen will, I guess, go for this guy. Uh, the one okay. The one that's the one. not behind the door. The one that just tried to attack Cockaby. Sure. Gonna... And, to, and, and to clarify why you have disadvantage is because you're sharing a space with a bad guy who's constantly banging a door against your back if you yeah. try to hit anybody else. That's fine. Not for long. I'll take care of him later. Um, all right. Here's my attack at disadvantage. What oh, are I, those dice? I did it twice by accident. <laughs> um, oh, well, either way, it's Dude, 24. Dude, look what you got. You got a 24, 25, 24, and 24 on four dice rolls. Oh, my Pretty God. Pretty good. So uh, both of yeah, my attacks miss. are going to hit, baby. The first one to, oh, does 19 slashing damage. So I just fucking whale this guy right in the right in the chest. Okay. Yeah, man, yeah, not that impressed. Is a, he's, yeah, he's not impressed. Yeah. He's, he's not, not impressed. Yeah, but how he lights a cigarette head? and blows the smoke in your face. <laughs> That's another 16 damage. How does he die? Um, so the first one catches him in the chest and kind of knocks him off guard, and then it's just an overhand chop after and just buries it like right in the right in the middle of his chest and just splits him. Um, and with the space cleared, Eisen steps forward. Warp. And is now actually like in the fight. Finally, he breathes a sigh of relief now that he finds himself uh, completely immersed in enemies. Okay, well, yeah, and and just to you know, back to a more serious note, show how like crazy and scary this encounter is. You enter this room, and it is packed with these bizarre-looking monsters that you've never seen before. These you, you don't know if these were human beings once that have been turned or if there's some kind of inbred thing or something warped by magic, but um, you know, with this one, you jumped in and you swung your axe at him and you put a big hole in its chest, something that should have killed it. And it ignored the hit and looking at you just screamed in your face. And you wrench your axe out and like you said come in for this simple overhead chop um, practically taking its head off the body and only then does it topple to the ground <laughs> and so on the one hand you know you feel good about being in this fight but on the other hand you know what are these things what is this place pretty pretty uh, spooky I am looking forward to not having any of them around anymore now we haven't seen it in a while but if you'll recall my uh Let's see. Great weapon master attack on your turn when you score a critical hit with a melee weapon or reduce a creature to zero hit points with one. So we met that condition. You can make one melee weapon attack as a bonus action. So I'm going to turn around and chop the guy who is now, uh, you know, the one who used to be behind the door. I'm going to try yep. to take him out. Okay. But a bang. That's a 26 that to hit. hit for 12 slashing damage. Okay, yeah, so what happens is as you're able to step out, this thing was going to push at you, and it, it thinks you're still there, so it pushes too hard and then stumbles out from behind the door, which opens it up to an axe attack from you. You know, it staggers, and then you chop the axe down um, and catch it in the shoulder, um, and uh, and you deal 10 slashing damage. 12. Just like the, the plus two for my rage. Eisen walks in chops a guy, has to do it a second time because these things are pretty tough, and then turns around and just wails on the guy who was preventing him from getting into the room to begin with. Okay. And Light of Dawn is up. Okay, so I'm swinging my sword twice at the 
the one that is directly in front of Light of Dawn. Okay. So 14 to hit. That'll hit. For 8 plus. So 15 radiant damage on that one. Okay. The second one is a critical. Um, and so I'm going to... Oh my god. Okay. It, it was a critical. Something went wrong with the damage. Um, no, no. So you, you got him. How does this okay. one die? Uh, I uh, do a big sword uppercut. Um, and... Uh, it flies into the ceiling and splatters all over it. Okay. And then... Um, why don't I just do my silly little spell thing again? Um, and I attack the uh, the two in front of me with another uh, Thunder Wave. Alright. So, DC 15, Constitution saving throw. Sure. One could certainly do one of those. Uh, they both fail? Both fail, and they take six Thunder damage and explode. Okay. Um... So neither of them go down, but they're both staggered by this. And that's um, it. All right. Yeah, so at this point, there are only four remaining. They are all in bad shape. One is actively cowering in the corner, um, but the gas are up. So the, the one that staggered up from behind the door that Eisen chopped at, he is up, and he attempts to bite Eisen. So he lunges towards you, opens his mouth. You see these long, disgusting-looking teeth... Um, and before you can really make a move, he lunges, jumps, um, <laughs> and you're able to um, not strike at it, but just keep your axe out so that he isn't able to impact you. He bites um, down on your blade and your weapon becomes a poison weapon. Nice. Um, next, the gas that is, or one of the two gas that's close to light of dawn uh, does the same jumps out and tries to bite at you. He does this sort of thing where he looks like he might be running away, but then he jumps back at you um, okay. and uh, hits the wall. Doesn't even come close to hitting you. Um, well, he's facing the wrong way. Uh, another one that is closer to Cockaby, he's the one that tried to bite last round, repeats the move. So the one you have selected is not within range of Cockaby. Uh, oh, yeah, no, I'm looking Eisen, at Light of Dawn. Eisen killed Sorry. Her. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's attacking Light of Dawn. Um... Good call. Uh, 21 to hit? Uh, I'm going to use shield as a reaction. Okay. So I get another... Oh, wait, I'm stupid. No, never mind. I don't do that. <laughs> um, all right, so he hits for 12 damage. Okay. Um, Light of Dawn so looks injured. He lunges and he bites you in the midsection uh, before falling. Um, That's my second favorite section. <laughs> and uh, with that, we start a new round. Um... The gas that had run away and was hiding in the corner um, is now going to um, slowly start emerging from that hiding spot, but he doesn't make an immediate move towards anyone in particular yet. Um, so it, it has to keep trying to run away. But it, it got attacked. No, it, it got, so he it got hit damage. twice on his way out. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. I'm sorry. You're right. Um, so, uh, so at this point, we're, we're down to four. All three heroes are in the room. The four remaining gas are not in good shape, uh, and it is Kakabi's turn. Um, so Kakabi's going to turn to this one by the uh, behind the door, and he's going to bang his uh, his scimitar against his shield and be like, "Hey, get get back, get back!" Bong, and he's going to cast Toll the Dead. Uh, so he needs to make a DC 15 with some saving throws. Yo, I bet these okay. things are hella wise. I bet they're. I bet he's like, hmm, I'm pretty yeah. wise. He's a learned scholar. <laughs> Um, Necrotic damage heals him. <laughs> okay, right. He fails the saving throw. Okay. 
takes 14 necrotic damage. Okay. Um, so he appears to be on his last legs at this point. Not for long, because guess whose turn it is. Well, does uh, Kakabi have anything else? I, nah, that's it. Uh, oh, you know hold, hold on. It, it's necrotic damage? Yeah, it's necrotic damage. Um, so, yeah. Mm. He's actually resistant to that, I forgot. Oh my god. Um, it hurts, but not as much as I thought it did. Alright. The one that just got told the deaded, which is still the mm. one that was... It, this is the door gassed. Eisen, Eisen's got a real <laughs> soft spot for the door gassed. The door gassed. Um, so Eisen is going to take a swing. 15 to hit. That'll hit. 4. 14. Slashing damage. How does he die? Uh, uppercut. Chop. Just... Um, and smashes him against the wall, and he just kind of, like, crumples... And then, what? So it's an uppercut, kind of like diagonal uppercut, kills that guy. And then mm-hmm. the upward motion continues, and then he just arcs it down behind him to the other guest. Okay, so this is extremely dangerous. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's going to like both of your best friends next to you. Yeah. This is when like a summer glow fighting in the. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's going to have major back pain tomorrow, but it's going to be worth it because he just did. 12 slashing damage to that guy. Okay. And then great weapon fighting again since I killed a guy. Um, that's a 23 to hit. So this uh, downward chop on this guy, he then just kind of raises it and smacks the guy in the in the side of the head with like the flat and does an additional 17 damage. Okay, how does he die? Um, he, the smacking with the flat just crushes the guy's skull. And then Aizen will advance to between both of these ghasts and uh, end his turn. Okay, so at this point, with there only being two injured ghasts left, um, the floor is littered with corpses. It is almost entirely covered in blood. It smells great. Um, It smells horrifying. Um, And Light of Dawn is up. Light of Dawn advances... Um, next to his buddy next to his buddy Aizen he does a spin move and does a, a slash against the the gas that one of the other gas that was attacking him right uh, 14 to hit for uh, 18 radiant damage okay and hit. 17 to hit for 20 radiant damage how does he die uh, he Light of Dawn sta- stabs it in the head and it just melts into a pile of undead goo. Okay. Yeah, and the goo just runs down the front of this sarcophagus. Um, and with that, uh, the only remaining ghast is up who looks like he's in horrible shape. He is covered in wounds and bleeding profusely. Um, and it backs against this wall. Um, and opens its mouth in a deathly grin. Uh, Eisen makes an opportunity attack. See how it goes. Ugh. Uh, That's an 11. I don't think that hits. Okay, it does not. And yeah, he's Kakabi a little off up. balance from the crazy shit that he was doing the other turn and uh, and just kind of flubs it. Mm. So at this point, that's the only one left. He's back up against the wall. Um, Eisen just swung and missed. Kakabi, what do you do? Uh, 
Cockaby just has a determined look on his face and he uh, casts Toll the Dead, uh, making the dong sound again. So that's a DC 15 wisdom saving throw. Uh, four, uh, he fails. Four, nice. 19 necrotic damage, half. How does he die? Um, the dong kind of like resonates in his ears and um, the gas like kind of covers its ears for a little bit and cries out before expiring. Okay. And just like that, you are alone in this room. Um, so I'm alone here. Again, describing the room, it has walls of glazed amber, a floor of red marble, now even more red, but almost black, um, as it's covered in this disgusting, rotten blood that is seeping out of all these corpses. Um, or, oh, hold on. No, I'm, I'm reading them all. It's dark green marble. Um... <laughs> That is covered in blood. Three amber sarcophagi stand in alcoves. Um, and uh, the, like I said, the sarcophagi are... Um, they are like giant blocks of ice that contain... Um, it's weird. It looks like they contain shadows. Um, you know, you look into it and it's not like there's something solid captured within it. It's like there's darkness... It's it's tough to explain. You can tell it's not it's not a property of the opacity of the amber. There is something in there, and it is playing with the light in a way that you don't entirely understand. I don't like that at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say we walk away from that. All right. Uh, can we light of dawn limps up? to the to the west? <laughs> can we can we pick this up next session? Sure. Uh, join the heroes next time as they venture deeper into this ancient temple. <laughs>